Hey everyone, this is Billy from the Fanable.com role-playing podcast. Doop-a-doop-a-doop-a-doo, <laughs> I can talk. Hey, uh, we are going to be playing another World of Darkness, the Billyverse. I hate that name. I absolutely hate that. It's yours now accepted. Ah, okay. Starting on our right, let's start with characters. Okay, this is Asus, and I'm playing Carl Inge, Master Planner, Master Doer, Master Auctioneer. I think, therefore I do things. I am, therefore I speak. And to my Spanish brothers and sisters, yo tengo el corazón de un mesa. And for us American-speaking people, I have the heart of a lion. Uh, no. <laughs> no, you don't. What, what was it? What was it? Well, the, the heart of a table. <laughs> oh, by the way, if, just in case you guys know, my character actually has a merit called Language Bad Spanish. Yes. Yes. Right. I don't know why he asked me for this merit, but I allowed him to have it. like a flaw, not a merit. He got <laughs> points for Fine, it. Fine, it's no. now a flaw. <laughs> okay. And uh, now we're going to Angela. This is Angela. I'm pay- playing uh, Peggy Maloney. I'm a. Uh, aux- uh, uh, Stop by the uh, the storage auctions. Uh, living off of my husband's pension these days, uh, and kind of uh, supplement my income by going to these auctions. I'm doing pretty well, finding some good stuff, turning it around. This summer, I've got my granddaughter Julia with me. She's um, apple of my eye. Okay, and we uh, have da- Daniel. <laughs> this is Daniel. I'll be playing Angus Habe. <laughs> Let's try that again. This is Daniel. We're playing Angus Harve. He is uh, he terms himself a mystery archaeologist, and uh, what he is out for is to keep the world a little bit weirder than uh, than he found it. He's exploring and uh, trying to discover just whatever strangeness he can, so it can be preserved and not uh, end up in the hands of those that simply have no appreciation for, for, for the mysteries of the past and all they see is dollar signs rather than actual truth of the world. Are, are you going to say it belongs in a museum at some point in the game? That doesn't, nothing other stuff belongs in museums. It belongs in my personal collection. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yes, as you guys might have guessed it, we are playing World of Darkness Storage Wars. Yes, all our characters are actually people who go to these auctions where they auction off uh, old storage containers that have uh, the people have stopped paying or they've run out of rent or whatever. So or they, they died. Or they died or something. Get it out yeah. there. And there's they no... Died. Yeah. There, or there's no one out... No, no. Most of them are just... No one's... They can't pay rent. Because they're dead. Well, okay. That, that is awesome. We're starting out of a great start. Do you guys need us to leave for this conversation? I mean, I'm going to keep recording. But. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, we are starting off, and you guys are in... Oh, I had a name already picked out. I don't know. I'm, 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 I've been playing Fallout New Vegas, so... All of my names were going to be vaguely Fallout New Vegas, but I'm not going to start something off called Bitter Springs. It's called Bright Springs. There it is. Sweet Springs. No. Uh, you guys are the all... over, it'll be Bitter Springs. Yes, by the, by the time it'll... I'll be calling it Bitter Springs, just like by the Bright time springs, we were... Bright Springs, Bright Springs, Bright Springs. Yeah, Bright Springs, Bright Springs, Bright Springs, Bright Springs. You guys all are uh, professional auctioneer finders. Uh, Jesus, what would your character call yourself? He would be an auctioneer scientist. You an auction. You all are auctioneer scientists. Uh, you 
uh, go around the great state of Colorado and some of the surrounding states looking for the best auctions to uh, take place in. And some of you have a reputation. Some of you are known as uh, scoundrels. Some of you know as fair players. Some of you know as just weirdos who throw out the majority of perfectly good items just to find that one item, that one wax candle ship shaped like Elvis. Cheers. Um, and the most, uh, the guy that usually runs these auction, his name is Barry. Yeah. Barry, he's a great guy, but he's getting up there in age, and he used to do this with his uh, wife, uh, Angela, until she was murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Until, uh, she was, uh, just died of a heart attack, you know, just old age, they both are fairly old. And uh, Angela was the one who was really the uh, kind of the glue. She made sure he started on time. Uh, he's kind of, get, but without her, he's still continuing because it is a nice little hunk of money he's making from it. Mm-hmm. But it's becoming a little bit less organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, most of you are able to pick up on some of the ways to actually benefit you. One being is whenever it is like daylight savings time or uh, daylight. Uh, yeah, same times, and what's the other one? Uh, Dan at Standard. Yeah, Dan at Standard. Whenever that switch happens, he's always late to it. He always forgets it. So, sometimes you've started off auctions like an hour early when you guys are the only ones there. Mm-hmm. And so, by the time that you've already bid up uh, the locker, people start showing up and say, what the hell? And you've gotten the really good stuff. Mm-hmm. And, of course, every time Barry says, oh, I'm so sorry, it'll never happen again, but... Without Angela, he, he, well, it definitely, certainly is going to happen again. Uh, you guys are coming up, of course, on a day. Which one's in the fall? Standard. Standard. It's coming up on uh, savings time ends. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a, that would be uh, he'd start an hour earlier if he got messed up on standard, right? No, he'd be an hour late. Okay. You fall, you, you fall back. You spring forward. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so okay, so this would be the spring. Okay. So, hopefully we got this right. Basically... Spring forward, he'd be late. Oh, yeah. Okay, so... Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, if you should spring forward, uh, you would spring up your clock to 5 o'clock, and he would think it was 4 o'clock if he didn't spring his clock forward an hour. Yes. So, okay. Yes. Don't oh. listen to me. Exactly. So, <laughs> it's about spring, and you guys are excited because you're going to Bright Springs, Colorado, which has always been fantastic for each and every one of you. And not only that, the great news about it is you know that it's coming up on you know daylight savings time and you are hoping to get there early. Each of you are veterans at this. There's a couple other veterans that know this trick. And you're hoping that you're not going to convince him, mate, well maybe, that uh, it's time to start. But if he starts early, are anyone going to change, uh, stop him? It's the rules of the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys all show up in your respective vehicles. Anybody have a certain vehicle that they want to brag about? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I have a. It, it look like, it's a Mercedes. It looked like it looked nice at some point in the past, but it's been beat up and repaired numerous times. But but uh, Carl has somehow put strange spoilers on it or something to make it look fancy. And he comes out of his car. He's a five foot tall Caucasian man with reddish hair. Mm-hmm. And he's just beating his head, and as he just unplugs it, you hear, I am the tiger! Click! And starts walking forward. Okay, you, uh... 
So you get there, and of course Barry's out there, and he has uh, one of the new girls. Uh, he always has a new. Oh, girl. and also uh, Carl wearing a top hat. He found in one of his auctions. All right. Can you at least like when you get out, you pop it out? Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's that, the the roof of your car is a little too low. Yes. So I actually have to take out the top and go. He's wearing a top hat, people. Yes, there are props today. Yes. So, okay, you, you get there, and there's uh, Barry, and he's talking to a few of the uh, the factory, like some of the people working in this uh, storage complex. It's a, It looks like it's a couple acres long of just storage of garage. You know how storage looks. It's a garage door. You open it up, and there's just has to be half a mile of them, just rows and rows and rows. And you hear them talking, and apparently there's like 10 or 15 lockers tonight. And... Um, and of course, there's, he has his new assistant. He always has a new assistant these days. He can't seem to find the right one. And she's just a bubbly blonde, just holding on his arm, giggling, laughing mm-hmm. at everything he says. Even when he's not making jokes. Like, mm-hmm. he'd be like, he's like, well, we, we better start over. And she starts laughing, you know. Mm-hmm. And we better start, like, early. Uh, we, we, you know, we don't want to be late to. Like, and she just starts laughing. And she's like, oh, you. And, mm-hmm. and he, he just kind of forces a smile and mm-hmm. nods his head. Um, and so he's doing that right now, uh, just talking to the people, making sure that everything's set up for the auction. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've it's around. Uh, this is also known as a midnight sale, which is it takes place at night. It's it's festive. It's one of those. He, he's he's trying to. His wife was so much better at making these uh, auctions a little bit more unique. Like one day it was you could only be, go to the auction if you were dressed like the uh, like you are a sixty movie stars. You love that. Oh, that was great. But Some of the best outfits yeah. we used that day. Yeah, and it was always just to make it a little bit more artistic, and he was really bad at it. So right now, his, like, his, his favorite one uh, are time things, where it's like, we're going to do this at midnight, or we're going to do this in the really early in the morning. Isn't that exciting? And people are like, no, it's not. I'm, I'm tired. But this is one of his midnight madness deals. Uh, it's about uh, it's about 10.30 when you arrive. And, uh, okay, so you arrived first. Okay. Angela? Uh, Peggy shows up in her Winnebago. Okay. Uh, that's, uh, you know, to cut down on expenses, to make sure that there's more money available for these auctions. She's been living in her Winnebago for about the last year. Uh, it's not a step down. It is simply consolidating. Plus, it means that she always has all the amenities at home, even if she's traveling to all these different auctions. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's, it's classic. There's vintage, some might say. Mm-hmm. Classic Winnebago, vintage Winnebago. Uh, and, uh, got my granddaughter, Julia. She's... What age would decide? Like twelve? She's about. Uh, she's about eleven. She's eleven. Uh, eleven year old she, granddaughter. She's eleven, but she's acting like a fourteen year old. You know, she's one of those fun people of Bieber. You know, like uh... Now, uh, Julia. She's spending the summer with her grandmother because uh, my you know uh, we provided my daughter a very good working class. Uh, that you know, growing up, she didn't want for anything, but admittedly, there weren't a lot of frills going around for her. Uh, and she decided to run off and marry the uh, son of a, a trucking magnate who had made his fortune in, in the shipping industry. So now they've given their daughter Julia all that she could well, want. Well, he went. The guy went to one of those uh, East colleges. Yeah, he went out to the East Coast. I told him. I told. I, I told. Uh, my daughter, she should uh, go meet a man from uh, his uh, his Holy Light University. Uh, this is good enough for my Gerald. Be good enough for her. good enough for her. But no. Oh, so okay. So she met a man from the East Coast yep. and uh, trucker Baron. Mm-hmm. He owns a, a fleet of trucks, and it's taking over Texas and all the Midwest. And 
So uh, their daughter is a little bit spoiled, but uh, so she's spending a summer working with me, earning. Uh, she's she's earning some money for the work that she's doing, teaching her the value of a dollar and a day's of hard work. Cool, cool. So you get there, uh, you open it up, and of course uh, your da- uh, your granddaughter Julia, uh, she's listening to her earphones and just, you know flipping through a magazine tween. <laughs> And she doesn't even notice that you just pulled up into the parking lot. She's just engrossed in another article about Justin's hairstyles uh, evolution. It, it has evolved quite a lot. Uh, she switches off and starts reading his autobiography. Oh my as well. god! Oh, <laughs> why does he have an autobiography? <laughs> it's so true. Occasionally, you you've asked her this many times, and occasionally she you you will get annoyed when you hear her reading during like when she has like one of those traveling lights. Mm-hmm. You'll hear her read, let's say something like, "God, so brave." <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll just You're gonna cringe. go blind reading in the dark like that, girly. I'll be like you then, Grandma. Hey, don't take that tone with me, young lady. Now we're pulling up. We're pulling up here. I need you to open the door and get the traveling stairs down. My arthritis is acting up. Okay, Grandma. Beaver wouldn't make me do it. <laughs> she goes. Beaver she, don't got arthritis in both knees. It's Beaver, ma, Grandma, not Beaver. <laughs> she, she, she helps you. She so she helps you uh, uh, get the traveling stairs down and everything like that. And of course, we have our third occupant dra- pulling in right there. Yeah, you hear the of my pride and joy, a Fiat six hundred multipla that has been. Bit by bit, I actually found it uh, in a previous auction, and it, uh, it, surprisingly enough, was one of maybe now four or five vehicles in the world that actually use Buckminster's Fuller Dimension engine, which, uh, if anybody knows, it's actually mounted in the back, so that it provides extra thrust without burning any extra fuel, and it is only one of them. Anyway, point is <laughs> that uh, it's my pride and joy, and that's what it basically looks like. A bubble on top of like three wheels, <laughs> and uh, I, I swear up and down that I haven't had to refuel it since last July. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, the door out. I'm like uh, dressed with a pith helmet and everything. Oh my God. <laughs> He's an embarrassment to this to this community. I know exactly. Look at him, ridiculous. You, so see, you hear Barry <laughs> saying, uh, "What's your name, man?" Uh, uh, Angus. Angus. Angus, you. George Jetson, son of a bitch! That's me, sir, that's me. Barry's always been fascinating with the crap that you do. Uh, It also might help is, you have have this thing where you... Do you just tear up a locker to find the weird thing and then steal the shit? pretty much. You, You know Barry has a side thing of... You leave, he, it, it, whatever you leave, you leave behind, it's his. Yeah. yeah, so he has become very <laughs> much liking. Whenever you buy a locker, you immediately see him looking towards the shit that he can get. Like, ooh, a big screen TV, he's not going to really want that. No. So mm-hmm. you have made Barry a very happy man to the point where you're getting Christmas cards from him. Hmm. And so you, you, that's always been kind of a good contact for you to make sure. Never gave him your address though, so it's a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you after like about ten thirty, you guys are getting there, and you guys are gathered around. They have a small little collection of berries. Made sure his assistants went out and got some food. She's uh, made sure to soy uh, soy lattes uh, and you know carrot sticks. Um, of course. Uh, you have a few other scragglers that just came early. Uh, just people saw you lining up, saw the banners, and they came and mm-hmm. uh, decided to sit it out. Just a few people that clearly are green behind the gills. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and if you guys want to say anything to each other or do anything, mm-hmm. uh, at this time it's like 10.30, mm-hmm. and uh, the auction starts around 12, but you're hoping that Barry might be messing up again. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, around uh, about 10.45, you hear the wong and then you know who it is. No! From around the corner no. is a big truck, and right on the side of it is... Yes! <laughs> Written in big, bold letters, and you oh. know who exactly it is. Dave Charleston. Dave Charleston. He so is... see that. I pull out my little flask of whiskey, Charleston. pour myself the amount into my shoy latte. Charleston. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he parks uh, right behind your vehicles, blocking you. Blocking you in. And he gets out, and he has his two little minions. You call them Monkey One and Monkey Two, because they look like Caucasian. They're not, they're not racist. They look like little bald monkeys. Like big ears, flat faces, and they don't talk. They mm-hmm. just go around and pick up whatever he says. And they immediately, you know, jump out of the vehicle, run back, run up to the door and help him down. He's five two, if that. Mm-hmm. Pot, wrong with that yeah. mm-hmm. Pot belly. Uh, balding on the sides, and he puts on his cool. Man, he takes off his cool man glasses, mm-hmm. and then he looks around, seeing if anybody saw him. Then he puts them back on, <laughs> and then he takes them off as soon as he sees everybody's looking at him. And he uh, puts them in his little uh, shirt right there, and he's like, "Well, what do we have here? We have a guy who doesn't know how to park. Move your ass!" Oh, don't worry, my uh, my boys. We have I have those. They, they'll be moving that later on. I just wanted to get here and. Uh, Make an entrance. Whoa, how many lockers are we uh, open tonight? Anybody know? Yep. Um, for uh, Barry to show us the way, as usual. Oh, well, uh, good luck. And uh, not to brag, but I'm feeling, uh, this guy's feeling lucky tonight. What's that? What's that? That's two thumbs right there. Why? Because I'm two thumbs up. Make it four, guys. And they quickly both hold <laughs> out a, a thumb like right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> and they back up slowly as if they've rehearsed this back <laughs> Yes! <laughs> and he gets into his car, uh, and he gets back into his semi, and they drive off into a more less dickish so parking job. Uh, okay. Uh, you said that there were, uh, um, uh, like, employees around? Yeah, there are, in fact, employees. Mm. I wanna, are there any that uh, I've met before? Uh, no, you, well, you you don't you haven't met them personally. You've seen them in uh, Bright Springs. Bright Springs has been good to you guys, but uh, they get new employees every day. You you notice like one that you you remember from about a year or two ago. I want to go talk to her. It's him. Yeah. Yeah. So he he's really big African American gentleman. He's kind of the security <laughs> guard there. Is it the guy from that one episode that became Barry's friend? Yeah. He's yeah. <laughs> he's he's sitting there uh, just reading his magazine. He's have I picked up his name? His place? name is Gus. Gus, you realize, is living the life because he he has found his purpose. <laughs> and not only that, but he loves his purpose. Sit, he sits in an office, air conditioning, he has his TV right there. He has pl- He actually reads Dickens. Like, you, you <laughs> see him reading classical literature. And as he, he, if we're being like 350 pounds, he has one of the smallest reading glasses that you read. That you <laughs> see. So he's like right there just, and he's reading Walden right now. Uh, turn to, to Julia's like, pay attention to me, honey. I'm gonna go work some magic. 
go. Yeah, you hear as you walk away. You hear Julia says, "Yeah, I thought that was your sister that got crushed. I thought only your sister that got crushed by the house could do magic." <laughs> nice one. <laughs> she gets it from you. All right, so he's just right there. Hey, Gus. He licks his finger and holds up a hand. Oh, oh, sorry. Don't mean to interrupt. Don't mean to interrupt. Sorry about that. Uh, Walden was talking about existentialism and how the nature and uh, of humanity needs to find itself within the nature of, well, the Lord and the land. What the fuck up? <laughs> Speaking of finding yourself, Gus, you are just the man I want to talk oh, to. You know the I was hoping hey, you know the rules. I can't I can't say nothing. I can't say nothing. I'm I'm not expecting you to say something to, to say nothing. Just wondering if you might have heard a rumor about anything that, that is not in these storage lockers. Now don't tell me you can't tell me what ain't here. Um, what's her name again? Peggy. Peggy, I don't know. He, he, he's hesitant. Gus, we're friends, right? Now, are you gonna make a little old lady walk through all these hallways? I, my arthritis is acting up in my knees. I'm just looking to know where I shouldn't be paying attention. Alright, Gus looks towards, he has a picture, and like, it's framed, it's beautifully framed, it's... It's him towering over this four foot nine little old lady, you know, dressed in her Sunday's best, and him in his suit, and he's looking all big and gr- like big and grinny. He's like, ah, oh, so make a persuasion roll, guilt. Uh, you have guilt yes, as persuasion. Yes, I have guilt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, guilt. Uh, plus manipulation. Yeah, mm-hmm. and get one plus one because of the picture. Mm-hmm. He, he feels his grandma, <laughs> his mamma's eyes. Oh, honey, you got it. Uh, four successes. Do tens get re-rolled? Yeah, tens get re-rolled. Why the fuck not? Uh, still four successes. Okay, he 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 kind of you know picks up his his, his a picture of Mima and he's like, doing this for you, Mima. <laughs> All right, this is what I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you what's in these lockers, but. Founders Heights, remember that story about ten years ago? About that town that just kind of got razzed by those uh, the, the, the eco-terrorists? I forwarded my daughter an email about that. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, uh, apparently, uh, a, lot of the, a, lot of the play, a lot of the stuff that was left over there kind of got uh, bought up by some folks or some family that were out of town. Uh, they all got, the, a lot of that stuff uh, was brought, put in here temporarily. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. A lot of the stuff got put in here temporarily. Uh, the government decided that they didn't know what the, where the hell to send it. They stopped paying their bills, so it's ours now. Mm-hmm. So is it like whole houses that got put into storage, or are we just talking the valuables? I saw an x-ray machine. Who puts that in storage? Maybe a hospital. He kind of taps his nose, taps his mamma's nose, <laughs> picks up Walden. Opens up, slips on his glasses. Enjoy your reading, sir. Quite. <laughs> so, yeah, you walk out all smug. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
any of you guys doing anything right now? Well, it's about ten fifty. You said there was a greenhorns around. That oh, there's some greenhorns. Okay. Though, right? Well, as a, as an auction scientist, one of my duties is to teach the younger generation how oh. to do things properly. And the best way to do this is have them research different materials. Okay. You know, just so they have a feel of how much research actually goes into it. Because I don't actually do it; I have the undergraduates do it for me. Mm-hmm. So, is there anyone there that I am personally teaching how to do the business? Or do you have a do you have a resource? Do you have a, a uh, what's it called? Contact? Retainer. Or... Oh, it's retainer? Yeah. Oh, I don't have that. Damn. You, you go around talking to some of these greenhorns. <laughs> okay. are, are you trying to get them to work for you? or One or two would be nice. Um, you get one guy who clearly is um, he's probably a D&D nerd. <laughs> that uh, He's actually quite surprised you're talking to him. At first when you said, hey, excuse me, he kind of flinches and holds up his hand to like, grab Hey, 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 calm down. Calm down. Oh, uh, can I help you? Yeah, I just, just saw you across the room looking, spying up at all the, the different doors. Uh, your, your first time, right? Well, I, I, I could kind no, of... I've done plenty of times hey, with hey, girls. Hey, hey. <laughs> I meant first time in a garage trying to, for auction. Oh, well, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I've been the one, but it was up in Canada. Uh, well, trust me, nothing... This stuff down here is dangerous compared to the stuff in Canada. You dangerous? Me? Well, not dangerous in the physical sense, but in the mental. In the mental and psychic sense. Oh, uh, I, I see where you're going. Because, you know, they will attack you. Do I see, like, anything that says D&D on them? Or, like, or anything like that? Uh, other than, like, the cert saying, my other penis is a D20. If, think of it... <laughs> Think of it as like they're performing some sort of psychic assault on you that you had to save against. Oh man! This because everyone here has their own special ability, their own, their own force of personality, and you have to have your, the right resistance against it, my friend. Whoa. But do you know what you need though? An old sage to teach you the proper powers. He <gasps> <laughs> grabs his inhaler and takes a, a puff. Well, who would that be? Who would be my Kenobi of this? Uh... <laughs> General, I take my head area. off, wipe it down, <laughs> and then you pop it back out. My friend, my name is Charles Eng. Carl, Carl, I keep forgetting the name. Carl Eng, and I will be your Kenobi if you'll let me. Uh, I see a strength inside of you, my friend. A strength above any level. Okay, you would have gotten extra points if you said, "I am Charles. I am your only hope." <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, right. Yeah, make, do your persuasion. Persuasion plus uh, manipulation, unless you're honestly trying to be nice to this <laughs> No. Uh, one reroll tens, right? Yep. Just one. Yeah, he's willing to go with... Uh, so what are you just going to be... What's your main goal with this? Guy? Well, eventually, I want, if he decides to stick around with me, I want him to do research for me in different type of cases. But right now, just I'm just pressing to see if he knows anything about the auction. Oh, well, uh, according to my internet database... Oh, uh, please do tell. Uh, well, uh, I hear that a lot of the stuff uh, that they're giving away was government-owned for a while. Ooh. Government. Oh, aliens. Ba- <laughs> yes. Aliens, the good stuff. The good stuff you get a lot of money for. Or yeah. a lot of internet fame. Mm-hmm. You might get some YouTube hits. Ooh, I got a YouTube channel. It's best good stuff. Like You get a lot of hits on it, I bet, right? Well, I don't want to brag, but Mr. Pickles is kind of the star of the show. Oh, it's interesting. Oh, oh, oh. I had him stuffed when he died. So. <laughs> oh, I think I chose wrong here, but too late now. Hey, that's great! <laughs> so, yeah, what he pretty much tells you is like okay. he knows that some of the lockers that are giving up were, were government-owned. Mm. He's not sure if that, that they are the ones being given up, but he knows that several like the lockers here were government-owned for quite some time. About They had a massive order, and they put them in here for a while. 
perfect. Thank you for the information. I already knew it, but I just wanted to see if you were really up on it. Obviously, you know what you're doing already. I don't have much to teach you, apparently, but I'll do my best. All right. Thank All you right. very much. Don't and, touch uh, me. Move me away. Okay. <laughs> he tries to say something funny, but then he, he, he fails, and then he, he trips. And <laughs> his pants fall down. And people laugh at him. Uh, okay. Uh, Daniel, are you doing anything? that You, you right now are... Uh, Barry is, look, is examining your Jetson Mobile, as he calls it. <laughs> he, he's just going around, just fic- fiddling with it. I'm like a just beam look prize like Master Rat, Diamond Action Engine. Only five of them in the whole world. Five? Five of them at most. Uh, yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you. Angus. Angus, you you get the craziest shit, and trust me, this auction is filled with some crazy shit. Is that fact? Oh god, I can I can ramble on for days about the shit that you find in there. I mean, I'm, I I was looking through. You guys are gonna be you're gonna be goddamn you're but 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 I just got my man. Yeah. I think he's having a seizure. He, he goes occasionally. Just, he, he goes into auctioneer mode occasionally. Where he starts talking, and you you don't, you catch like a word or two. But what you are able to catch is a uh, lot government owned, a lot government uh, crazy expensive riches. Interesting, government owned. Just say, well, you know the uh, government. Uh, how long? How old are these? Uh, these. Uh, these lots here. Uh, he, he basically explains that. Well, the uh, the whole thing is like uh, it's been fifty years old. But uh, the the government, the stuff that we're selling today is uh, the lockers. Uh, they were bought for t- about ten years ago, and uh, trying to figure out, I guess, hunting down. Uh, it, was, it was mass evidence, mass evidence of uh, some sort, and uh, disgusting. They don't need it anymore, so it's for us to take. Well, interesting, interesting. The government's usually up to something. Uh, no stuff that. Uh, Rest of us ain't even started to imagine yet. Uh, I mean, this 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 car here, government got a hold of it. They'd love to lock it up again. The technology like this, modern car makers, they haven't gotten to it yet. Well, you know, if you ask me, oh, <clears throat> he, he kind of leans forward. Uh, do you have fast talk or something something uh, along the line? Because you've got some subterfuge. I've got some any persuasion, ex- expression, and intimidation. I didn't pick up like persuasion. Okay, uh, if you want to try to use some subterfuge, you're, you're talking to him and you're trying to act interested in getting him to wander off with his tongue. All right, um, subterfuge with manipulation or uh, charisma could work. As a like, no, either way, same dice ball. <laughs> Let's see, and that is a nope zero. zero okay, well, he catches himself about yeah. right before he launches, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. uh, I." Uh, he opens up his own. Holy shit! It's almost time to go. I gotta get going. All right, let's he, get to uh, it. He uh, marches forward, and he's like, "Okay, everybody, gather up. The auction's going to be starting in about ten minutes." Uh, you see your nerd uh, poke up. Uh, he looks at his watch immediately, then he starts making his way towards Barry. Notice a uh, Barry. Clearly uh, realizing that uh, it's 11 o'clock instead of 12. Okay. And Barry's mistaken. I, I stopped him. I was like, wait, what's his character name? What's his character name? Uh, his name is Eugene Stolansky. Stolansky? Hold up. Oh, well, this is... Uh, his sometimes, sometimes you need a little bluff to get to the right thing. Trust me on this. Oh, you have to use a persuasion on this one. Persuasion plus uh, manipula- charisma test. There's no charisma. Oh, I'm, isn't there a charisma? There's composure. Oh, manipulation. Oh, manipulation it is. Oh. One success. Great. So he, he kind of nods his head, and he looks like you've just told him to hold on to some drugs. <laughs> so he's like... 
He has his hands in his pocket. Be strong, Eugene. Be strong, Eugene. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, danger. <laughs> Chaotic neutral. <laughs> no, no. Chaotic good. Sometimes we do bad things for good reason. Yeah. Get it right. Chaotic neutral. <laughs> um, so, okay, yeah. Uh, your daughter, where's your granddaughter right now? Uh, well, I, I told her to, to watch me talking to Gus. What did she do? She's she's just kind of sitting there with her hair, headphones in, just listening. One's popped out, so she's listening to you too. Oh, but she's tricky. Yeah, but she's listening to baby, baby, baby. beaver fever, <laughs> beaver fever. You call it beaver fever. Right? Yeah. Wow, I, I clearly haven't gotten uh, hit to the lingo these days. So. You're old. Deal with it. Um. Hey, Julia, Missy. Yeah. You, gotta, you need you need all of your senses from all of these options. You need your eyes. You need both your ears. God gave you two good ears for a reason. Otherwise, you you don't want to be like me when they start to go. So you don't have all your senses for these auctions. I got nothing, <laughs> <laughs> Missy. <sighs> Fine, she says she she like turns off her her iPad. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not good. iPad. No, her iPod. Yeah, she turns off her iPod and she pops it out. Fine, fine. She walks over and she crosses her hands across her chest. Humph. Um, and, uh... Oh, that was low. Anyways, uh, yeah. Barry gets up front. All right, everybody. We're going to do the auctions. This is basically how they work. Uh, we're going to start off early. Uh, we're going to start... Um, you have to have the money on you. Uh, I'm, we're going to open up the locker. You cannot enter the locker. You can look inside it. Uh, but if you the moment you step in, you're out of this place, and you're out of the Midnight Madness. And uh, at Midnight Madness, you hear Eugene like... <laughs> he, he's getting... He, this is like a thrill for him. <laughs> uh, and of course, you see... Uh, his name was... I believe I called him Dave. Uh, yes, yes, Dave... Uh, uh, Char- Char- Charleston. 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 He... He's sitting there, arms over his yep. chest, clearly proud that he, he knows of this trick. He's looking on you like you guys are peons. <laughs> and uh, basically, Barry continues. So, you bid. If you don't have the money on you, you can't go to the bank. You have to pay here. If you, uh, if you don't have the money on you, we go to the person who was last bid. Mm-hmm. Give him the locker, then you're banned for a year because I'm not doing any of that shit. So mm-hmm. make sure you have the money on you. Let's get started. Let's go. Let's have fun. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Yep. Okay, uh, they open up the fence. Gus is behind them. Lazily opens up the like you know the chain fence. They open it up, and you guys wander through. About you three. There's David. There's Eugene, and there's about two, three, four others. Just mm-hmm. kind of. And Julia. And Julia. Julia uh, has her hands in her uh, in her uh, hoodie, and but she's following behind. And uh, they go up to you know the blonde bimbo, whatever. She she now takes over the key duty, and mm. she opens it up, goes to the locker, and he's like, "Okay, first locker of the evening. It's a simple locker. It gives you the, the, the how many how big it is, ten by ten. Is that huge? But yeah, it's a pretty big one. Uh, four by four. That's very pretty small. Ah, she he's like, "Okay, four by four. This locker's beautiful. Government owned at one time. I may at least step forward." Ready, set, go! And the girl opens it up and boxes. What you see right now is boxes. Uh, but you cardboard, plastic, cardboard. They labeled. Well, you guys better start going forward, making perception rolls. You guys are appraising. Uh, you guys are doing. You tell me what you're using to try to uh, to get the best view out of this locker. Uh, I am. I, well, I've got. I've got a flashlight. 
Okay. I've got a, a good sized flashlight. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those heavy ones that if someone was getting handsy, I could beat him off with it. Good, good. Your uh, husband gave it to you. He was a mm-hmm. smart man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. My, my daddy taught me how to defend myself because he's okay. a World War II vet. Okay, so what's so who wants to go first? Uh, you have a couple people going in there, and they mm-hmm. have like pen lights, and they're mm-hmm. shining it everywhere. You guys, as long as it's realistic for your character to have, uh, I can work with you. Uh, even if it's a little bit more bizarre, I understand your character's a little weird. I might be able to work with you right, as right. well. Um, you have a hurricane lamp. <laughs> <laughs> so just, uh, we'll just start from right to left, so... How about you, uh, Jesus? You go. Are you interested in this locker? Government owned, of course. I'm interested. Uh, I have a nice, big, heavy-duty flashlight that I'm just going to swirl. I'm just going to do a straight uh, appraisal roll for it. Um, okay, appraisal. Uh, no, uh, I'd say it's investigation. Investigation. You're, you're investigating. Appraisal is like figuring out the actual value. Yeah. Or right you, now, yeah. we're just trying to yeah. figure yeah. out. You're going to go. I'm going to go with wits plus. Is it wits plus composure for perception rolls usually, but it's wits plus whatever is yeah, better? If using, yeah, if you're using investigation, it should be wits. just investigation. Yeah, wits, wits plus investigation. Yeah. Wits. If you don't have investigation, then it's if a you are looking, you're Here's how it works. If you're also looking for something like, I am not, inter- I'm, not inve- I'm looking for anything like electronic or oh, medical, okay. you could say wits plus medic. Oh, okay. You, would, you will ignore everything else in the room mm-hmm. but that thing. But investigation gives you the basic, so... Uh, if you, you use that. a specific skill, it will get you a more concrete answer or it will get you completely nothing. Investigation will get you a more layman's term of what seems interesting to you. Okay, I'm going to go for then the angle of like historical documents and stuff like that that might be interesting. So can I go uh, Wits Plus Academics? Sure. Right. Historical pieces. Yes. Ah. Two successes. Um... As you flash through it, you actually see a seal, and you know what these seals are for. These are for historians of the city to actually seal, uh, kind of give it an authenticity of it. Like, this is my seal of approval. So, if they have that, they might have historical things there. Ooh. Angela? Um, I am... Were any of the boxes labeled? Uh, they, they have labels, yeah. So I, I have to spend one of my, my rolls on actually reading the labels? Yeah, it's basically just gibberish. It's chicken scratch. You have, like, you know, uh, here's, it's not like like kitchen door. It says, like, plates, uh, file three. You know, it's well, very... Yeah, that's what, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, is it, you know, is something labeled Christmas ornaments, or is it uh, there's kitchen? Like, is yeah, it there, the, 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 some of it's, like, glassware. Uh, important. Uh, be careful. Like, it was labeled really horribly. Like, okay. you know, and then a couple of them just have file names, like file 68446. All right. Um, I'm just going to do a generic wits plus investigation roll just okay. to get a feel for what's in the locker. Uh, three successes. What you get from this is... The person who packed this wasn't the owner. This is definitely government packed. It looks nice. The boxes come from a government building. FBI. Go ahead. All right. Uh, my main thing is, I've, in addition to you know everybody else has the flashlights, I actually have a little UV light because you know, you know sometimes if it's uh, labeled right, they they will have like UV reactive ink sort of like to prove. So that's basically what I'm like. Going through real quick. Otherwise, I'm just basically using yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, get plus one for that. I like that. All right. You guys should have had plus one because you're a flashlight. We'll remember that. But for you, I like that. All right. That's three roll ten. Two so far, and they're both three roll. Uh, 
Why they both well, re-roll? Because they were both two tens. Oh, so they were two tens. Okay. Yeah. So two, four, five. <laughs> Five successes. Jeez. You know okay. everything. Huh. Well, you Actually, it's an X-ray light. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, you go through and you you see some of the, they have the government stamp of approval. Yes. Right. You see one though in the very back where you know most of these are just scribbled in like invisible ink of like yes 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 yes. One is practically covered with scribbling. You can't see it yet, but it's covered with something. You're trying to angle it, but you still don't want people to see that. You, right. Yes. So you kind of, you just know it's covered with a lot of writing in invisible mm-hmm. ink. Interesting. Interesting. So, uh, okay. Uh, Barry gets up there. All right. Okay, everybody. We're just going to start this off very easy. Yeah, $10. $10. And, and he's going to start going off. And for up to about $100, people are going to be mm-hmm. waving their hands like that. And, uh, you know, about ten, uh, about $100, he's going to it's gonna get a little bit more posy, mm-hmm. where uh, people are interested. And you know there's like 15 lockers here. And what you see so far is these are documents. These, this it seems like paper mm. in boxes. Well, you know, it's in boxes, but you do see there's files in it. Uh, if you guys want to bid for it, it's going to cost some, what money you have on you. So how much money do you have on you right now? Well, uh, I'm going to say about $1,000. Well, you, your resource should tell yeah, you. Well, oh, 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 just three resources? Oh, then I think that's 5000 for three. Yeah, three resources are yeah. 5000 as well, yeah. yeah okay. Angela, um, you have 1000 Yeah, I had two resources, so I think it was 1500 Oh, 1500 Okay, cool. Uh, it's getting up there. Uh, by the time you guys are... Uh, tell me like it, wh- where you're throwing at the number. It will continue to rise until 500 And it's Eugene who's like biting at the chops at getting over some of the... Secrets, mm-hmm. some X files. So about five hundred dollars, it stops, and the guy's like, "Okay, going once, uh, five hundred into our five fifty, five fifty. We got five fifty. Six hundred, okay, six hundred, six hundred. Going once, going twice. Six fifty, six six fifty. We got six fifty. Anybody else? Seven hundred. Oh, seven hundred. We can do more. Seven hundred or seven fifty. Drive here. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Going. Okay, we have seven hundred. Eight hundred. We have eight hundred dollars going. Okay, we have eight hundred. But do I hear eight fair? I'm looking around. Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Okay, no. Okay, eight fifty going once. Okay, eight fifty going twice. Okay, oh, so no, is that No, I know. And I was going like that. Yeah, so eight hundred. Eight hundred dollars to. Uh, Angus, okay. Uh, we'll be, uh, in unlike storage wars where you can go in like at any t- point. Uh, they kind of lock these up after. It's like okay, and they give you they write down the number and they hand it to you. You get the first locker, okay. And your dollars. Make sure to write that down as uh, they lock it up. And they're like, okay, going on. We're going to. Uh, it's a six by eight. So nice. It's is that wide or deep? Uh, your choice. Deep. Mm-hmm. And they open it up, and uh, what it seems like, there seems a little... Oh, no, I thought you had to go ahead. Uh, you open it up, and, uh, you know, the, the girls there, she quickly shines her little lamp. They brought a lamp themselves. This is the fun of the midnight sales. It's a pain in the ass, yeah. but they think it's fun. It's like, oh, you can't see shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like a lot of uh, everyday supplies. Packed up. It's in benches. Uh, it's on benches. They have, like, in the corner, there is, like, a workout bench where there's like a weightlifting bench. Uh, you see a Barbie house in the side. Uh, skillet. It's definitely uh, from a home. You see picture frames in the back. Uh, basic. Your, your father's father, daughter, two kids seem about the same age. Yeah. Can, I, I, oh, sorry. Okay. can I just do a craft to see if there's any of the stuff there I can sell for at least a somewhat price on eBay? 
Yeah, okay, you can do an appraisal. Just okay. if you're not looking for anything deeper, like how much would I get from the EBA from this, all this crap? I yeah. wanted to do an appraisal roll too, yeah. so. Here's how much do you get from this crap? Okay. Yep. yep. And we get a plus one because we've got our uh, oh, flashlights. Uh, yes. So, which plus uh, appraisal? Yeah. One, two, three successes. Actually, I'm going to take away, uh, but after this roll, you can get your one plus one. Mm-hmm. But the dark is. Mm-hmm. Ah, only one success. Okay. A bit, well, a success in this game is a success unless you get an awesome success, like mm-hmm. which is five plus, I believe. Mm-hmm. Five plus is when you start. Yeah, five, five is exceptional success. Yeah, but a one and a three is pretty much the same. Okay. Yeah, effectively. Yeah, I mean, yeah. unless unless it's something where like it actually counts, like doing damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That you get pretty much uh, the same thing. You guys could sell it for uh, looking through this place, maybe about thousand uh, dollars, maybe fifteen, a thousand dollars from what you just see. There might be something uh, hidden away that could. Give a good money, but it's about a thousand dollar locker with just the weight. There's a weight set. There's definitely a TV. Mm-hmm. Um, the picture frames look kind of nice, so you can just get rid of those stupid pictures mm-hmm. and you know sell the frames. So about a thousand dollars, you would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, are you doing anything? Uh, now this one, I'm kind of like sitting back. About. Okay, well it starts off and it gets mm-hmm. about uh, five hundred uh, five hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, if that's when it starts going uh, low again, when people start uh, being sporadic and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there he's right there. Okay, five hundred. Do I hear five hundred fifty? Five hundred. Five. Okay, we got five fifty. We got five fifty. Is that six hundred? Six hundred. That is a six hundred. We got six hundred dollars in the bank right now. I think six fifty. Uh, Eugene, six fifty. You don't even know why he's doing. He kind of looks at you and gives you a thumbs up. Like I got your back. Okay, seven hundred. I have seven hundred. Seven hundred right there. Okay, seven hundred going once. Seven fifty. Seven fifty. Okay, seven fifty right there. Seven fifty going once. Before he finishes, I stare at Eugene. Is like, just give him a nod. Eight hundred. <laughs> you did give it, takes eight hundred dollars. Gives you a nod. Okay, eight hundred. Okay, guys, like okay, we got eight hundred dollars. Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Okay, eight twenty-five. Eight twenty-five. Eight twenty. Ten. Eight ten. Eight ten. Okay. Eight. Okay, we are going to eight dollars. Eight eight hundred. Eight eight hundred. Okay, going once, going twice. Okay, sold to Eugene for eight hundred dollars. He just pops a collar, mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah. Okay. okay, and as Eugene passes by, so he's like, no problem, man, I'll tell you what, the best way to sell this stuff, and I, as soon as I take my 15% fee, and I walk away. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> okay, so you get to the next locker, and you open it up, and uh, uh, what you see is there's, uh, there's boxes, definitely, like usual, uh, but you also look inside, you go around, and there seems to be uh, electronic equipment that's sort of around here. Definitely electronic. Um uh, but some of it looks old and musty. And the thing about electronics is, uh, if they're too old, you can't sell them for shit because no one wants them on TV. Mm. Um, uh, but depending, uh, so tell me what you're looking for here. Uh, basically, any none of the TV and stuff like that, but like advanced, like say, like before, like metal equipment or anything that like have parts in it that could be sold to raise okay. money for a fair So price. what are you using? Mm-hmm. Uh, intelligence, I guess, plus I have nothing computer. Oh, I have one diamond computer, so I'm okay. going to do that. If you're, you're just looking for technology. Okay. Technology, yep. No success. Uh, this seems like crap. Yeah. Angel? Uh, do I see anything like uh, like with old technology does it include things like an old record player? Uh... Go ahead, if you want to look, what, what I'm hoping is not so much I, I'm, I'm this doesn't ha- seem like old te- this doesn't seem like that kind of old technology this definitely seems more computerized oh okay it, it has more it definitely has a more modern feel but depending on what kind of you know some depending on what kind of technology it is some technology advances incredibly fast 
Some is incredibly slow. Well, I, I'm still back in the stone ages of technology. Can I ask uh, Julia her opinion on the stuff that's in there? You yeah, know, be you one can absolutely. Those, uh, those whippersnappers. I will, I will get Julia. She kind of leans forward and then she nods towards Gus. Oh. She nods her head once. She's not gonna. You, you you see her flicker light, but you're, it's just too quickly. She's trying to point it in your direction, uh, but she kind of lowers it. Okay, uh, Daniel. I'm basically looking for anything that looks like it's not like commercial brand name stuff. Like if there's any uh, you know any of this electronic equipment that looks like it was made in somebody's garage rather than you know like. Okay, I'm not gonna have you roll on that. Uh, this does look brand name. There, right. there, there's no unique parts yeah. you don't think no, in there. Like, you see me like take a step back, like eh, you kind of lose interest. Okay, so surprisingly, uh, this goes up. It starts, it starts twinkling off around three, uh, three hundred dollars, but then it gets to four hundred dollars, and it just kind of dies there. And mm-hmm. Eugene is the one who actually has the four hundred dollar mark. He's looking proud of himself that uh, he's going to probably end up four fifty. Uh, five hundred. Five fifty. He stops. Okay, five hundred. Uh, five fifty going one. So do I have six hundred? Do I have seven hundred? Seven hundred? Seven six hundred? Six hundred fifty? Six hundred fifty? Six hundred? Six hundred? No, no, okay, I, I was okay. nodding. Oh, you were nodding? I was not nodding. Oh, oh I apologize. Okay. $600? Okay, go. it's going once. Okay, do I hear 650 though? No, oh, I, was, I oh. was at 550 Oh, you're at 550 Okay, yeah. 600 Do I hear 600 600 sir, do you want 600 Okay, sir, Six. going once. Okay, 550 going once. It's going twice. Sold for 550 Definitely uh, locks up. And, uh, okay. As you start approaching the... Uh, it's, it's The night is young. Mm-hmm. Uh, you... Uh, Hear uh, someone like char- like running up behind you, mm-hmm. and uh, you know someone's like halt, halt, stop, 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 stop. And uh, Barry uh, he turns around and it's a woman uh, dressed in a. She looks uh, pretty young, but probably thirties, uh, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, thirty could be. She looks she looks tired. How about that? Mm-hmm. Business suit. She has a briefcase, hair done up in a bun, uh, pasty. You can even see that from just the darkness around her. And uh, she skids to a halt, and it's kind of a. She, she ran in heels, surprisingly, and she stops and she strains herself up, and she's like, um, "I was told that this was supposed to start at twelve o'clock." And Barry's like, uh, "It's 12, and he looks around like she's the biggest idiot. And she's like, "No, it's not. It's eleven thirty." Immediately, you see Barry leans back, checks his clock, looks around. He's like, "Anybody can agree on? Is it is it eleven thirty?" Oh, day, daylight savings time. Oh, I forgot completely about that. Mm. Yeah, it's uh, daylight savings time. <laughs> <laughs> Taps the side of his nose, nodding, and uh, everybody kind of just glumly kind of mumbles, like, oh, yeah, daylight savings <laughs> time. And she's like, well, this is completely unfair. I was supposed to... No, I demand... And the guy's like, well, man, Missy, there's plenty. We've only gone through three lockers. Just settle your hoard. No, this is ridiculous. I want <coughs> I want a, you, us to redo, or I will sue you. I will sue you. And as soon as she says that, you know Barry. Mm-hmm. Barry's the type of guy that got... He, he, Angie caught him cheating one time. Mm-hmm. And her yelling at him, like, threatening the divorce, actually made him, like, like become more, like, stubborn. Mm-hmm. So this was the... Uh, the worst thing this girl could have done, and you immediately see this like hunker, like this tired old man immediately get back some like twenty years of vigor, 
and red in the face. He's like, you can sue me, goddammit. I'll take your ass to court and ruin you. I've got nothing else to lose, woman. I'm just waiting to die of a heart attack. Oh, I feel it coming right now. Was that you? It's distress. Where am I? Where am I? And the woman immediately breaks. Like, well, no, I'm... Um, listen, uh... uh and she, she, I'm April uh, April Drewer, uh, and Dwyer. I Dryer, and I uh, represent uh, a client. And uh, we were told that this starts at twelve. And I just and he immediately rips into her a couple times, mm-hmm. talking about how this is ridiculous. She's, she's coming down to his house. He doesn't go to her house and shit in her toilet without mm-hmm. flushing. All that stuff <laughs> to the point where she eventually calms down, and he. Uh, he she does convince him not to throw her out, though. Mm-hmm. Like, he immediately turns the tide. It's one of Barry's gifts. <laughs> you you have guilt as persuasion. He's mastered guilt as persuasion. But you do see that this entire thing has like, made her really nervous. Um, and she starts questioning around, like, who, who got the walkers? Mm-hmm. And she's able, just from some of Eugene and other uh, people, kind of pick up that you guy, you two have gotten the walkers. Mm-hmm. You got a locker, didn't you? Yeah, I did. You got you a locker, you got a locker, and you have it. I haven't. Although technically, I have Eugene's locker when I if I I'm not that much manipulated. I'm, yeah, I am. Okay, I yeah. have his locker. You might have his locker. I have his locker. Okay, so uh, immediately you go up to the next one mm-hmm. and uh, you open it up and it is filled with uh, car parts. Ooh. Definitely filled with car parts, looking good. And uh, you guys can, if you want to look right now, it just seems like car parts. All right, do then I'm just gonna do what's pl- do straight appraisal roll. Okay, cool. To see how much I can get for those cards. Yeah, absolutely. Do a quick appraisal roll on this one. One, two, three, four, five. Nice. Five. Uh, you can get about three thousand dollars from there. Wow. Yes. Just three thousand dollars in parts alone, and you're not. And that's just judging by the, these are common parts. Mm-hmm. There's probably something hidden in there that you can probably get a lot. Uh, you definitely uh, see. Uh, you do see a sign in the back that says, you know, uh, uh, Smith Auto Rep- uh, Auto uh, Auto Sales. Mm-hmm. It looks like an old dusty sign, but Smith Auto Sales. Um, but yeah, car parts alone. Mm-hmm. Um, not really interested in this locker. Okay. Well, the bidding starts if anybody else yeah, wants actually to. Actually, I want to do a, a quick appraisal. But again, the, just like with the technology before, I'm looking for anything that's not unique. Yeah, 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 it's, it's not really unique. It's, it's common. But you know these are these get you a bit. Yeah, they might get me. I'm, I'm going to do like a quick... Uh, yeah, quick, yeah, go ahead. Basically, yeah. And that's two successes. That's all I got. Okay, so, so immediately the guy starts off. He's like, okay, do I hear $100? $5,000. You hear from Abel behind you. Okay, well, it's rich for my blood. And the guy blinks. He's like, "Okay, uh, five thousand. Do I hear five thousand one hundred dollars? Why would she?" And there's just, and, you know, you, you see as soon as $5,000, and he's, it's sold. So he's really quick to say, okay, going once, going twice, okay, this is a legal binding bill. He's pretty much making sure she realizes, like, you better have the money on you right now. And uh, she nods her head, and $5,000 sold right off the bat. Next locker, you go to, you open it up, it has beautiful monog- uh, mahogany furniture, yeah. has a flag in the background. You think it's like a city council thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, th- you think this may have been like a mayor office. The desk alone is probably worth uh, like two grand. Mm-hmm. It's beautifully, still polished, not even a nick on it. Mm-hmm. Immediately goes for $5,000. Right. Okay. Next one. You open it up, and it looks just like another unit. It looks kind of dingy. It's really sparse. You're, you both, though, just like looking at it, you're not even interested in this locker. It's just something you're not really wanting. You don't really want to have because mm-hmm. it's so crappy. Five thousand dollars. Does she know? 
So, okay, uh, at this point, uh, Barry says, like, okay, we're going to take a little break. Uh, just right now, he goes up to the woman, and he's like, ma'am, you're, sp- you're supposed to have this money on you. And she immediately opens up her briefcase, lined <laughs> with $100 bills. And she's like, should I pay the, do- uh, the locker as I go around, as we go around? He's like, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. And she's like, could we just speed this up? I'll take every locker. And he's like, well, and they argue for a little while, but uh, he's, he pretty much goes on and says, no, we have to actually do this fair. Um, it gets to the point where she's paying $5,000 for every locker she sees. And most of them, from you, just a quick appraisal, they're not worth that. She's not going to make her money back. Uh, in a couple of them where it's around a $5,000 range, where you guys actually decide, like, you know, we're going to fight this and try to get some, like, some, maybe one, like, something goes on, she'll raise it to $10,000 mm-hmm. immediately. And by the end, and, and the worst part is, occasionally Dave will go into, yes! Mm. Looking all pride, and she doesn't even blink. She just says, "You know, as soon as like five thousand, do I hear uh, seventy five thousand? Yes, ten thousand. It, it's it's got. You, that's the only bit of relief that you got from this thing because you've never seen Dave be bullied. He's gone to all your auction. And you, he's bid on shit he doesn't even want, but you know he knew you want it. And this is the first time someone's ever done it to him." To the point where he's red in the face. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next locker is a little bit of distance, so she's just walking ahead mm-hmm. uh, next to Barry, occasionally talking. You think she's arguing about, like, those three original walkers. Uh, but you, uh, you don't know. Um, but Dave actually comes up to you guys, like, behind you, and he's like, okay, group meeting, get over here. Okay, next locker. Next locker. She's been spending all her goddamn money. We're not going to get a damn penny out of this. Now, this is what I'm telling you. I know from the fact my last guy was telling me that the last locker is a goddamn gold mine. Goddamn gold mine. How much of a gold are we talking about? We're talking about 100K, possibly. Subterfuge, because I want to check if he's lying to me. All right. Uh, I also have a bonus for spotting lies. Go ahead. Anybody wants one? He's saying 100K. Hmm? Yeah. He's saying, yeah. Manipulation he's, yeah. or wits? Uh, this would be wits. You're spotting oh, a lie. Okay. What he's doing right now, but he's going to give you a little bit of an explanation to help him on his lie. Okay. If it's a lie. Yeah. Uh, he's saying this is from a construction. Like, like they were building a new house. Mm-hmm. And this has, like, flown in tiles, monogamy, like, uh, amazing wood that's mm-hmm. been uh, construction equipment. It's one of a bit. It's a huge. It's probably the biggest locker they have. The construction equipment's there, mm-hmm. and that's what's an excuse. It's filled with construction equipment. Mm-hmm. One, one success. success. I got zero. One success. Mm-hmm. One. You absolutely believe him. He, he's talking about how this is filled with. Uh, he, he he says that it's filled with uh, uh, construction equipment. As you get to the locker, you open it up. Uh, he was lying a little bit, but. It seems it definitely has tiles and it definitely has wood, and it does seem like he's a little bit surprised as well. But it has to, also has like a bunch of other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, there's signs that there was some sort. There's like a giant a DJ stand, old DJ like you know spe- giant speakers that you would mount, and there's like a DJ, uh, definitely for like a, this is where like festival shit went down. Mm-hmm. A lot of the festival. Um, is there? Uh, there's there's flyers and the, the banners, and that's not really important. But what you do catch your eyes is apparently, uh, wow. Who who had the historian? You saw the historian. You didn't get it, but you saw what. Yeah. You that's where his documents went. 
You think you know where all the material, like where everything else went, though, like the actual stuff from like the museum or the historian house, mm-hmm. because you you see, yeah. right? It looks like a helmet, like an old miner's helmet made of iron that someone has actually done art on. Like they've actually like you know welded, like hammered it out, hammered it out to make like it looks like a representation of the, uh, of the mining history. On a miner's helmet. Oh, nice. You see, uh, well, you just see dollar signs well, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, the just, construction, you know, yeah. just the tiles are flown in. Mm-hmm. They, they are granite. Mm-hmm. That's expensive, right? Mm-hmm. Granite. The wood, uh, oak. You know, re- uh, you know, this is dollar sign, dollar sign, dollar sign. You actually see. There's actually some sort of kind of uh, some foreign pieces. You see those pressed out in the back. They're in glass cases. Oh. So you don't know what that means. And Dave just sees, much like you, dollar signs, dollar signs. Uh, and he gets you back, and um, he, um, he gets you guys back as he's letting everybody else like shine mm-hmm. their lights in. You know, there's a few people that have gotten up to the auction realizing mm-hmm. that they've been complaining not as much as April has. Mm-hmm. And you guys uh, kind of get back. He waves you back. He's like, listen, I have money, but I can't beat that. Bitch, by myself. I say well, language, Dave. I got my granddaughter here. Yeah, mom. <laughs> yeah, Dave. That'd be totally, uh, uh, you know, one totally bitch move. She says she puts her. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're a lady. <laughs> now let's get that son of a bitch. <laughs> um, but uh, I have twenty five thousand dollars on me, and I'm going to be goddamn sure I get something out of this uh, trip. Mm-hmm. $25,000 on me. We pull our money together. We She's been spending all her money. She can't have enough money to buy that 25000 or 2500 25000 Because mm-hmm. she hasn't gone up that high yet. Oh, okay. She ha- he, uh, He's gone up to $20,000. He has $20,000 on him. Okay. He's gone up to $20,000 on him. She's gone up to twenty five. Okay. And that was the last one. And you saw for maybe a second that she was kind of had a, a slight worried glance on her. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has twenty five. He has 20000 on him. He's saying that if you combine money, we can earn this together, and we will split it. I will take seventy-five percent, and you guys can split the twenty-five percent left because I'm, I'm putting most of the money in. But you wouldn't get it in the first place without us, as I recall. So how about we just do a little bit more fair and twenty-five percent each? Roll it. You need a uh, mm-hmm. manipulation plus. Uh, what, do, what do you got? I've got streetwise subterfuge, uh, expression, intimidation, persuasion. Seems like it's a, it's a textbook persuasion. Yeah. yeah. All right, and because why not? I'm going to use willpower. Okay. Because yeah. I need my monies. One, two, three, four. We roll that. Four successes. You, you see that vein that's been throbbing <laughs> in his head the entire time. It looks like it explodes outwards. Okay. It's a goddamn fire. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this woman must be a little desperate because as soon as the guy's like, okay, do I hear uh, $500? And he's just smiling all shit-eating grin because he knows she's going to go for more than $500. She immediately says, $10,000. Uh-huh. She just throws it out there. $10,000. And uh, Dave, he goes, you know, he, he says, 15 She says, 20 She says, 25 He says, you guys, he had 20 you had 5000 each, 5, and you had 1000 no. Well, I already spent eight hundred, so technically I have forty two hundred. But I, 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 as I see that, you know, he's like reaching his limit. I go, like, yeah, I'm gonna make sure. 
helmet's mine, no matter what, if you want my money in this. Oh, he doesn't give a shit. Helmet. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's like make, making sure he when he's all over. He looks to see if there's like a gold helmet anywhere. Yeah. He spots it. He's like, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it gets about, he, he throws in 32,000, mm-hmm. which is, you guys, pretty much your limit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Barry looks towards the girl. And you see she's gripping her uh, briefcase, like, tightly. Mm-hmm. Panicked. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can get more money if you allow me to go to the bank. And he's like, I'm sorry, those are not the rules. Well, actually, you see Barry considering it. You see, like, I mean, rules are rules, yeah. but... Then make the rules, Barry. Cash on hand. That's a lot of money. Don't break our trust, Barry. Don't break our trust. It's a lot of money now, but how much money are you going to be losing when no one trusts you anymore? <sighs> I'm sorry, ma'am, these are the rules, and you, you see just dread on her face, and she just kind of, you, you definitely do see that she's given up, and she just kind of nods her head once. And, uh, and he's like, well, Demo, that's the auction, folks. <laughs> pay me at the, pay me at the office. <laughs> Big shit, eating grin. He has the keys to your, each of your lockers. You have to pay him before he gives you the keys, clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, he gets in his little golf cart that his bimbo and mm-hmm. Gus is driving, and they drive off, leaving you there with some of the stragglers, Eugene's all excited because he got a locker. You guys have your one locker each, and then you have your massive locker. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dave, you know, he seems like victorious. He spent all his money, but he has his... <laughs> yes! Yes! That's what you get for paying off the big dog! <laughs> Woo! And you just see the woman just, you know, April, she's not even acknowledging him. She's just staring off at the, the garage door in front of her that's closed. Mm-hmm. Now, we're all going to uh, gather the, the group that is, uh, or I, I would like to gather the group. Team that, auction, as I've called it. Yeah, team, team, team auction. auction. <laughs> uh, now, we all go and we all pay, mm. and then we all come back here together. Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave actually got a lo- uh, he got one locker before. He's like, actually, I want to check out my, my locker first, my, my alone locker first. We Then we come back here together. We have Barry hold on to the key, and then when we all come get him, we'll get the key and we'll go here. Fair enough. Right. I got it in my own locker. I want to check out. Ditto. Mm. Well, technically, Eugene's there. No, no, Eugene's Eugene, is, oh, Eugene is not team auction. Yeah. Okay. Well, after, after the conversation, then we'll go. Okay. Cool. So, uh, is that is that cool with everybody? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, you guys go to the office, and of course, Gus is there, and he's reading. Uh, right now, he's reading uh, Thoreau. Of course. He's kind of like nodding his head like shit. That's that's how it is. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. And Barry's just you know. Uh, just sitting there counting this woman just kind of th- uh, dropping money like on his table mm-hmm. on the table and uh, pretty much fit, uh, he gives her the keys and uh, immediately as soon as you guys walk in she turns towards you gives a big phony smile and walks up to you and she's like hi I'm April uh, Dwyer Dwyer mm-hmm. and I represent a, a client who's very interested in your lockers I was wondering if we can make a, a deal of sorts of me purchasing your uh, lockers right now can I ask what's this interest in all these lockers in the first place absolutely positively as you can know I was spending a lot more than what was well honestly let's be honest with yourself fair for these lockers these are sentimental mm. My client uh, is aware of who owned these lockers, and he feels that it's his right to uh, help to hold on to something that he cherishes, memories. 
they all belong to a certain individual, and then he wants to have those memories, and he's willing to pay for those memories. And he's I heard these didn't all belong to one individual. It's a town that got bought up by the government. Yes, he was from the small town, and he was looking to, uh, and unfortunately, as you, some of you might have heard about uh, Founder's Heights, uh, there was an accident. A lot of people were perished, but uh, this client uh, wishes to purchase everything. Uh, he was out of town at the time. It's kind of a memory. It's, he's making a memorial of his friends. You know, these small towns, uh, these small town individuals. He could be someone from memories. He could be someone who was just really interested in a collector of the macabre. How much is he willing to pay? Well, I and Eugene runs up to you and he's like, Look what I just get. I paid $800 and she gave me $2,000. Eugene, you should have come with me for advice. Yeah, he punches you in the shoulder. Mm. Yeah, you still going to my land party? Sure, just give me the address and this piece of paper I'm going to burn later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's off. He, he's okay. excited. He's, she's bought off his lock. Mm. And uh, Dave's sitting there and he's like, there's not a, any amounts of dollars that you I would be willing to pay to let you take my locker away. $10,000. Okay, I'll sign it right here. <laughs> and she, you know, she gives, like, he's like, the agreement is she, she they there needs to go to the bank and wire, but mm-hmm. she will give him $10,000 for her locker. Mm-hmm. For the small, his small His locker. small locker oh, okay. alone. Yeah. All right. It's like our locker was more than $10,000. <laughs> so yeah. okay. he, he, she, she will pay $10,000 for his locker. Mm-hmm. And she looks towards you two, who also own a locker. Nope. How much How much would you want for your locker? Ma'am, I'm afraid uh, I already found what I wanted. I'm uh, not for sale anymore. Well, don't be silly. I've been... Uh, Twenty thousand. Hey, you owe me t- twenty thousand dollars each for your lockers. <clears throat> nope. Two thousand. Two thousand was a great price, Eugene. That's great. That's fantastic. <laughs> she kind of just stares a few at disbelief, and she's like, "I believe in honest work, ma'am." Well, we... absolutely, and I'm paying you for your honest work, ma'am. My pay is going to come from doing the honest work of sorting through this stuff that was left behind in this locker, and then selling it for a fair price on the open market. That's what capitalism is all about. Even I just stare at her. Even your da- Julia just stared at her. <laughs> and, uh... This is for you, Julia. This I feel touched. <laughs> Thanks, no, See, now, your daddy thinks that he can just throw money at any problem, much like this young lady thinks she can do right now. But that ain't how real people work. The girl looks towards you both and says... So I'm guessing your locker that we bought at the end isn't for sale either. Nope. Right not. I mean, I will tell you this. Only one thing I want from my locker. You can have everything else once I've got my bid. Free charge. Let's turn around. Still there. She kind of just like, <laughs> stares at you and just shakes her head. She's like, all right. How, how much would you pay for a quarter of a locker? I want it all. Mm. All or nothing? All or nothing. And sadly, I can't do a damn thing because of those who I am currently in business with. Okay. You all have a great night. You'll need it. She turns away and... Oh, she's like, you know, good luck. You'll need it. And she turns away and she just walks out the door. You see her pulling out her cell phone. She's like, just clicks, hits one number. Someone's on speed, speed out. And she's off towards, walking towards her... Uh, black Chevrolet. That's where she tries to sue us. 
I'll do non suey things. Out of yeah. Uh, so Dave <laughs> paid off. His locker is just already sold out, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Okay, let's go to our locker right now." He's completely since his locker is already gone. He thinks it's it's okay for you all to rush off to the main locker now. Nope. Some of us didn't give away our lockers. So you are going to stand by the original terms of the deal. He's too happy. He's like, whatever. Hey, I did not give away my locker. I got $10,000. <laughs> he starts doing, he's like, monkeys! And they, they, they go behind him and start doing a little, like, techno dance. <laughs> and he's good for that right now. Okay. He, he can have his dance party. I want to go check out my locker. Okay, so you're go- we're going to go with you. What are you doing right now, though? Are well, you doing just... the dance party? <laughs> no, God, no. I'm screaming out in pain at the fact that Eugene sold off a perfectly good thing. All right. Uh, I have nothing else better to do. I'm going to follow them. Oh, right, cool. well, you're going to follow her. Uh, yeah, what about follow you? Her, you? Yeah, I'm going to my, my original locker. I want to see what's on that box. Okay, Angela, you are walking off towards your locker. Yes. Uh, and which locker did you get again? I got the uh, old technology one that Julia thinks had the uh, x-ray machine in it. Okay. You guys get to your locker and you notice him behind you. Mm-hmm. You notice Jesus' character behind you. Hey. Can I help you? All I want is a look. If I've got nothing else out of this. I might as well see what other people, what joyous things other people have gotten. All right. Thank you. What? Right. How are you doing, Julia? Good? You know, you actually... Uh, you know, you bring your Windabago, um, and Julia, you know, this isn't accurate. It's kind of going to be kind of heavy to pick up. I chose wrong, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know you'll, it, some of this stuff looks like it could be heavy. Too much for you and Julia. So, uh, need somebody. Why are you both staring at Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make a, a poor old lady and a little girl do all the heavy lifting by ourselves, are you? Well, are you? <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> he's like, he's like at the end of the hallway. Just <laughs> well, you know, your, your hall is like you're like eight store. You, you see yeah. them. You can't really. Yeah, mine was like the very first lock. Yeah, okay, so still a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> you see them. <laughs> you, know, you, you hear that, and you're like, oh yeah, but yeah. yeah Two thousand dollars for a goddamn locker, and I start going in and start picking up heavy stuff. Apparently, okay. <laughs> well, you get in there, and um, once you get past through some of the uh, looks like just normal stuff, you know, some chairs, some desks. It definitely looks like this used to be a uh, from a medical clinic. There's you find old IV stands, you find a patient bed, uh, you find cabinets, you find a lock like uh, some uh, file cabinets. Though one of the locks seems to be busted. Uh, I, I tell Julie, it's like you always gotta look out for things that are locked. You never know what people's uh, keeping them. Okay, and uh, yeah, I found I found. Five hundred dollars once in a locker, just in a safe, just sitting there. You know what? One time I found, I found this woman who was willing to pay us two uh, two hundred uh, twenty thousand dollars for this this place. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> I don't like your attitude, Missy. She has a good attitude as I carry another box out. Cool. Okay, so uh, if you guys want to start looking for interesting things, you can make another appraisal. You can use, you could do pure appraisal here to see anything amazing, both of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eugene's shirt. Two successes. Damn, no I've successes. I've made Eugene's shirt. <laughs> <All right. laughs> my other penis is my teeth. My teeth. You it. did say that was Eugene's shirt. Yes. Right? Like a, spend right. some time. I don't know if we can use that for the. Uh, uh, yeah, it might debatable. be a little bit too much. It's, it's, a, it's a d- debatable. <laughs> Alright, so what's up? Mm-hmm. So what'd you get? Oh, two successes. None. Okay. Uh, what it's you... all this technological 
junk. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're kind of interested in history. Right. As you're moving, um, it's like a painting, and it's uh, just—it looks like an old. Uh, you know, it reads, you know, the origins of the Founders Heights. Mm-hmm. And it shows like a, you know, pilgrim pointing out over <laughs> a valley, looking majestic. And as you're moving it, your hand reaches behind the painting, and you feel the back of the painting, something pressing backwards against the paper. You know how they had the paper covering the back of mm-hmm. a painting? Something's leaning in the back of it. I still are they looking at me right now? No. Her, yeah, they, none of them are looking at me. I slowly just open it up to see. If well, I, you know, it's, oh. it's, it's oh, clearly, behind? it's behind the paper in the, so someone must have taken the paper off the back, mm-hmm. put something in the, behind the painting, and then re-sewn it or stapled it back, but you feel something. Okay. Peggy, since I'm helping you with all this, can I just get at least one item from here? Once I feel we, low enough as it is. Once we, uh, once we pull everything out and get a, get an idea of everything that's in here, sure. Ah, fine, fine. You want fine. That's perfect. I'll, just, I'll pick up this nice and heavy x-ray machine. Yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice x-ray machine. <laughs> cool. I tell that. Don't you make an appraisal roll for that. Yeah, uh, you guys start, uh, you, you find that the file cabinets are in and you open them up and they're just files test scores they seem 100%, 200%, you know, 100%, 90%, 70%, uh, just all of them, and every 100% is circled, and it definitely has, like, a C, like, you know, Dougie Williams, 100% C, Peggy area, uh, uh, like, uh, Peggy Sue, and you go, and they, they can't, they're the same age, from the same, uh, like, the same year, so they seem to be connected in some sort of way, just like that. Um, as you're looking through this and moving them to your window, Mago, you hear uh, Julia say, Oh, cool! What'd you get there? It's like silly putty, she says, and she's holding up, she holds up like the glass jar, a glass jar of, the, this looks like muck. She's like, check this out, check this out. She opens it up and she dumps it, like she looks like she's going to dump it on the floor, but it stays up, like the goo stays up on the top of the, the bottom of the like bottle where she's holding it, and she shakes it. And then she moves her hand to the side, and the goo kind of travels towards, like, which side of the her hand, uh, mm-hmm. the glass, like, you know, which side her hand is holding the glass. She moves it to the other side. She's like, it's like, follows my hand. Isn't it neat? And she, like, corks it back up. Mm-hmm. Make sure, uh, it, there should be some, um, boxes of extra newspaper in the back of the Winnebago. Make sure you wrap that up. I think I know someone at, uh, who likes antique toys might know something about that. Oh, can, can I have it? Please, it's the only cool thing that's happened this entire trip. <laughs> hey, no, now seeing the second, world's second largest ball of twine, that, that was fascinating. You're, you're right, I was... It, it, please, can I have it? <laughs> please, it's oh, awesome. Oh, alright. Cool, thank you. And, you know, she goes and she goes to her little segment in the Winnebago. Still wrap it up, I don't want to be cleaning that out of the floorboards in case well, that, yeah. that jar breaks. Okay, Nana. She goes and, you know, she's in her Winnebago and she's excited. Uh, yeah, it takes you uh, a good half hour, like an hour to get it all loaded up. You've left some things that you don't need. Like, there's a musty old mattress that, you know, there's nothing really there. Uh, some used lab, some equipment there that's kind of rusted. No one's going to want a rusted scalpel. You know, that kind of crap. You know, like, like a... Th- the the tongue dispensers, uh, depressor, depressor. They're a little bit old, so it's like mm-hmm. you leave some of that crap there. But you you get some of the heavy duty items, the extra mm-hmm. X ray machine, uh, the heart monitor, just some really cool things that they had in, there. Mm-hmm. and just some gab gobbledygook stuff like that. And you take some of the desks, some of the mm-hmm. chairs, some of the more things that you could sell on eBay like that. 
Um, now, Daniel, oh, which one did you get? That was the uh, first uh, one that had the uh, mostly papers, and there was that one box that was covered in, uh, in UB reactive uh, scribbling. Okay, well, what you see is that you get in there, uh, a lot of these files are definitely historical files, just boring, you know. It seems like almost, it's like a... a a census, like this is the census files of, in every couple lines you see, like uh, every couple pages you see someone circled. Mm-hmm. If you if you want to look deeper into that, something else. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it's mine, so I'm, I'll take a look. Oh uh, yeah, you can make an investigation plus uh, wits. Mm-hmm. No, one success, unfortunately. Children. Every couple times you get every, every in the census. There are two children circled per. You you figure per uh, per every like twenty pages. There will be two children circled. Don't know why, but that's how it goes. That's weird uh, enough, though. That um, keeping that. Yeah, this is definitely a census, but it's not a government census. This hmm. is definitely like it goes back from the sixteen hundreds, where some of this is handwritten. Oh, like some mm. of the paper is like old. Uh, I'm trying to qualify under high weirdness. You, you, you see this. You know, part of you is wondering if, like, you know, you're kind of the guy that's like, you know, this might not have value, but I could make an entire room, like, just plastered with this on the wall. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Um, but you go to your the box that you saw glowing pretty much mm-hmm. in the back, and you realize that it's not, the mark is definitely there from the government. They definitely watermarked it. Mm-hmm. But the glowing is coming from, uh, it's actually a box that, isn't government owned. It's like a normal box they must have picked up, and they said, "Yeah, it, it was. It, it's it's its own self. Hmm. Like someone has gone around, just like scribbling symbols on it. It doesn't look like English. It looks just like symbols. Maybe Latin. You don't know. I've got a couple dots in occult. Uh, any chance? Uh, again? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. All right, it's gonna be intelligence plus occult. And I'm spending willpower. This uh, this is just my. My cup of tea. This I'm kind of curious about. That definitely has some symbols. Yeah. Uh, well, good thing I spent the whole power because that gives me two successes. You think you've seen this as kind of uh, Wiccan? You definitely see like a Wiccan sign of protection and wards off evil. Hmm. But you also see something like uh, there's a Jewish symbol to ward off evil. It seems like this is like a, you know you don't recognize all of them, but it seems like someone went through like a history of how to get shit from evil shit from looking into something, mm. and, they, and they drew it on it. Fascinating. Uh, and yeah, that's the outside of the box. It's cardboard, but uh, actually, it's, you know, it looked a little bit cardboard. No, but it's actually kind of more of a. Uh, it's actually kind of wood at the moment you look at it. The actually you got to it, it's like, oh, it's a thin wood. How's it close? Is it sealed with tape? Is there a lock uh, on it? Is there, there is a lock on it. Oh, ironic, here's the ironic thing. Mm-hmm. The, the wood is not, it isn't great quality, so mm-hmm. the weight of the lock on it for so many years actually pulled off the, the, the mm-hmm. hinge holding it closed, holding the where you lock it. Yeah, so, so it's, it's basically unlocked. Open. Yeah, it's pretty much unlocked. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm opening that sucker up. I'm curious. Uh, you find uh, you find several pictures of a boy and a, uh, a father. You're guessing it's his father. Uh, and uh, on the back of it, says it says uh, Tommy. Uh, Tommy and me. And it looks like a collection of photos. And at the end, you see, like, you find like, a, a leather-bound journal. And, um, yeah, a leather-bound journal. Start, you know, I give a quick, just a quick leaf through the journal. Oh, yeah, you go. It starts off by talking about uh, uh, memories. 
you know, it seems it's, it's trying to remember memories, trying to find the sketch. Like it talks about how it's kind of hard to read because it seems like this is definitely you've seen plenty of these mm-hmm. something written with emotion, like right, 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 and so much so that they that they're just trying to get it down and they've forgotten some words here and there. But it's talking about uh, forgetting the unforgettable. Uh, forgettable. How can you forget something that's unforgettable? About is is anything unforgettable? Uh, and it just goes on from there. And and. What it definitely seems to be circling is who's Tommy? Who's Tommy? Why do I care about Tommy? Is there like the name of the the, the person who wrote the um, journal anywhere? Yeah, absolutely. God, I wish I didn't delete that file. <laughs> uh, what was Tommy's last name? Walters. Yes. Right. Yeah, Walt. Uh, Keith Walters. I think it was Keith. Keith Walters. Listeners, if if, <laughs> if if it turns out not to be that, you you feel free yeah. to correct us. <laughs> yeah. um, Keith Walters. <laughs> Uh, life and styles of Keith Walters. <laughs> and that strikes like what, what the the other woman was saying about you know like memories and uh, uh, you know they had like sentimental you know, Keith Walkers. Wonder. All right. Yeah. Pack it all up. Mm-hmm. Uh, taking that uh, that specific box is is going in the car right yeah. now. Everything else I'm gonna have to come back for. Absolutely. But, so uh, you, you close up your thing. Uh, you guys are going back. It's like okay. you you see you you bring everything in your car fairly quick. Yeah. Um, and you see them still working on uh, mm-hmm. their locker, and you you hear him ask his question of Hey, can I have one thing? Blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, so you do realize you you, you have to still go to your locker that you bought with everybody. Right, right. I'm uh, I'm still got, I want my, my helmet. Yeah, so you could either go and wait with Dave in the office, which you, you, you get a glimpse of people still technoing with <laughs> doing like the robot horribly with his monkey men, or you could hang out in your car, or you can go over to see what they're doing. No, and Dave, he'll be up for that for at least 15 to 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, saunter over to you guys. So how's it going around here? Going pretty well. Oh god, my back! I'm only 35 years old. I shouldn't feel this much pain and stuff. Come on, Mr. <laughs> Stafford, keep moving. Okay, so yeah, you, you, you see them working for you know. I'm, do you are you going to help any? Or are you just kind of just leaning there making eyes? No, every now and then, boxes doesn't look too heavy. I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, all I really want is this, maybe that chair, <sighs> that pink bicycle that seems like it was hit by a car for some odd reason, <laughs> and. Oh, that picture frame might look nice in my house. That's all I'm asking for. <gasps> I want to do a, a fast appraisal on the picture frame. Yeah, go ahead and do a fast appraisal on the picture frame. I'm not, I'm not like in, like looking, you know, picking it up no. or anything. It's just I'm looking at it to figure out. It's like, is it a gilt frame? Is it, you know, uh, four, one. Two, three. Mm. Three successes. It seems like a... It seemed for a second, you're like, oh, this is really nice. This could be, like, antique. And then you kind of start noticing a few things, and you realize it's a knockoff, right? Mm. And you think, this sucker mm. fell for that. Mm-hmm. He'll get maybe $100 if someone's... He, if he's able to trick someone... <laughs> and what the, and, and then not catch him eventually, and like so he could sell it for like a thousand dollars. But honestly, no one in their right mind who knows what they're doing would pay more than a hundred dollars for this knockoff. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess I can part with with that the painting and the the chair and the bike. All right, thank thank you for your kindness. 
Yoke. Yeah. <laughs> so where are you taking it? Mm? What? Right. Uh, taking it to my car. All right. You you drop off everything in their car. Okay. And do you want? Are you going to check it out now? Oh yeah. It's, if I know it's around it. Oh uh, yeah. Your your car's pretty much in there. You you are still sorting through. Yeah, still in about five minutes, you you guys probably need. Okay. Then I'm going to open up the back to see if there's anything. Okay. You you, you grab the painting. Uh-huh. Is it a delicate slice you're doing? Or <laughs> no. You're just. <laughs> you, you know it's a cheap phrase. You just bash it and uh-huh. open it up, and uh, it seems like a collection, like a folder. Ooh. A folder wrapped in like uh, rubber band. Mm-hmm. Well, I got a few minutes. I can open this up. And uh, what you uh, start going through is you see there's it's a bundle of test scores, uh, much like the files that you kind of glimpsed in the file. They're definitely, these are the hundreds and the matches and the personal notes. And uh, it says you know um, you you see a, the, the signature on each one called uh, Doctor Doctor Cooper. And for a while you just think it's just a collection of just crazy. Not crazy stuff, but this, uh, it's kind of disappointing because it's like, I saw some of this stuff. I even saw a couple of hundreds in here. Why are these important? And then you get towards where he starts uh, writing his own notes. And uh, you get a glimpse of it. Um, and you hear Dave, you know, he's, he's, he calls out to you from the parking mm-hmm. lot. But you get about a good two minutes before you have to walk in. Mm-hmm. And what you read from it is, um, you know, you kind of, you, you do this thing where you read the first page and the last page to see how important it is. The first page is pretty much talking about guilt. And what, uh, the thing that we're doing for our own selfish needs needs to stop, and oh. I'm going to be the one to stop it. And even if I have to play, if I, even if I have to go straight to hell myself uh, by do, by making them trust me, I will stop this thing. I will stop it, and I will I will get revenge for the, it taking my brother. I oh. might not remember you, but I remember you. Oh. And then the last page is I've told them that the glass sh- uh, shattered. This will bring the beast to the uh, the. This will bring the beast uh, to the fest. Uh, this will bring the beast to the stage itself, and then that's my shot. Uh-huh. Seems like this town had a history, and the town did fall. Oh, the conspiracy buffs are gonna love this. I've put it in my. You go have compartment. Yeah, there's a lot more that you need to read from it. But right now, you shove it in your oh, yeah. compartment, and uh, yeah, you go to the office. Uh, Dave, is, Dave has finally finished his dance. He's uh, he, he has a, like a, 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 one of the monkeys a, has a DJ counter and, a ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and he's wiping his face. Okay, that was uh, that was pretty hefty. <laughs> anybody else? Um, anybody else not looking at their phone? So what are you doing? I, once I've got everything in the Winnebago, I'm gonna head to uh, uh, back to our joint locker. Cool. So you got okay. You guys go to uh, you meet Dave there and uh, Barry's right there. He with his giant cash like stash of money. Uh, they actually put it in the safe. There's a safe there. And uh, Barry's there, and he gives you your key, and he's actually going to walk you with you guys to talk, because you guys are his friends. Mm-hmm. Well, he considers you his friends. Definitely you. And he's just walking with you, talking about how awesome life is right now. <laughs> like, I, I'm going to burn you up. I mean, I don't know what that little, that, that woman was all about, that I've been on about, you know. But uh, I'll tell you, so now, so quick, she's desperate. She is desperate. She is desperate. She is je- desperate. He goes, uh, th- goes and feels around for the key and he can't find it. And Gus is behind him. Says, I got it. And opens it up. And there in front of you is just your giant locker. It's almost, this is the biggest locker they have. To the point, it looks like it's, uh, there's one story, then there's two. It's a two-story locker. It's, this is where they put, like, the multiple... Like there, there are there are two uh, bobcats, but not the actual cat. The 
the, the there's two bobcats parked there. There's a giant generator that's parked in the side. Upstairs, you see there's like building equipment. You see there's a stage, a partial stage, speaker equipment. Um, but yeah, it's packed to the gills. And uh, Dave seems a little annoyed. He's like, you know, we could have gotten twice as much if we, uh, you know, it's a hundred thousand. I could have probably asked for two hundred thousand dollars, and she would have paid it. I, guys, the rules, the rules. You got to remember the rules, my friend. All right, I go straight for my helmet. But for yourself, the rest, put it on and everything. Oh, cool. You put on your helmet and... Uh, right, so it's constructing on your head. And your head. <laughs> no. It, it, Roll any character. <laughs> it's just, you know, just looking at it, it looks like it, it was just a normal mining helmet and some artist or some dude got bored and carved, not carved, how, what do you do with metal? Like, pound, yeah, pounded mm-hmm. the history of mining in Founders Heights. In yeah, here. it's like it's in relief on the, yeah. right. mm-hmm. the surface of the helmet. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. You don't know if it has any value, maybe to like an art buff, but to you, it, you this have is, found something this unique. Is, yeah, this is unique. This is high weirdness. Okay, that's what let I, me just, why let I me just confirm right now, you only want the hat. I'm done. I'm okay with this. All right. I want, I, uh, I'm going first to the uh, the artwork that was in the uh, glass cases in the back. I want to get a better look and see if they're what I think they are. Yeah, you get to the uh, back of the cases, and a lot of them are, in fact, uh, they're not what you think. They, they look like occult pieces, some older pieces, Indian pieces, Native American. Mm. You don't know much about but your eye definitely picked up on these are... You know, old dolls, old corn husk, preserved, finely preserved, uh, hand-stitched quality. There's a few masks, oddly enough, which is for anybody who's a Native American. Those are not really common in the Colorado. Like, masks aren't really, that, of you know, for those who know any of the tribe, it's not really their, their thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This region, but... This region, but it definitely is, you think, is authentic. Yeah, well, uh... So how are we uh, dividing things up? I know someone's already made claim to that helmet, but... Uh... Well, I'm fine with just selling everything and just splitting the money three ways. You uh, suddenly, you know, Dave's kind of agreeing with that, and suddenly you hear, like, a, a car coming down, like, the the, the, the drive. Mm-hmm. It's that lawyer woman coming back. <sighs> and, uh, yeah, absolutely. It's uh, the Chevrolet parks right in front. And uh, lights are on, kind of glaring. It's actually, she kind of tilts it a little bit, so the lights are, like, blaring right into <sighs> the, like, oh, the brights are on. Drama much? All right. And you hear the door opens, and the woman gets out, <clears throat> and she walks forward, and, uh, you know, tension in her shoulders, and she's like, excuse me, it's April. Uh, <sighs> what's your name again? Dwyer. Dwyer. It, it's April Dwyer. Um, I was hoping that you guys would reconsider your offer. Well, I know at least he ain't letting go of that helmet. And if this is an all-or-nothing thing, then I guess it's a nothing. Are you sure? I'm like, I always like, tip my tip my minor something to John Angle. Unless you're not doing business with you. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna make they're, they're free to sell the rest. I'm gonna make, she's even like start to walk off. Okay. She's, I'm going to make enough money off this that I'm okay with not you giving me more, but it'll be enough. Sorry, lady. Okay, okay. I, okay, so you're walking out the entrance. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what she does, what happens is this. As soon as you start walking, she pulls out a cell phone, she tits the number, and she's like, they're not interested, sir. And you actually see the back of the Chevrolet open up. 
like she called the guy in the back of the car. Oh, and a guy really black suit, pale face, silver blonde hair gets out. He pulls off his sunglasses. They're 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 those sunglasses that are they're just tiny little circles. Mm-hmm. Wire frames. I'm imagining the, the, this guy. I always imagine the uh, the bad guy from the first Indiana Jones movie, the one whose face melts off. Absolutely. That's a good... Uh, with hair. I think that one was bald. But yeah, this guy has hair. But yeah, absolutely. Just and more, more thin and lanky. Like 6'5". On a bad day, you think. Mm-hmm. And he, he kind of straightens up. Mm-hmm. And uh, he walks to the, her side, places a hand on her shoulder. And you see her kind of just like tense up and look down. Mm-hmm. And he leans forward. And he mumbles something into her ear. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I regret to inform you that we will be taking ownership of this property immediately. You can't do that. We bought it fair and square. We got a contract. Yeah. D- you see Gus. He sighs. And uh, Barry waves him on over. Mm-hmm. And Gus moves towards the woman. And the guy is like, listen, gentlemen. I got nothing... I, listen, man, I have a good book waiting for me, and I'm just going to have to ask you guys to. Roll like a giant handful of dice. <laughs> oh, dear. Nothing good can. So nice! Listeners, I believe Billy has rolled about 20 dice. This guy hits on a six. That's how good it is. What? what? As soon as Barry, he lays a hand on the thing, the guy swats his hand away as if, and then he just punches right through Gus's face. Ah. Ah. Like, fist, like, not even like the fist barely pokes through. His, like, arms just, like, through. And you just see Gus, like, convulsing. And the guy rips his arm out. It spirals into, like, a spiral, like, kind of a spiral to clean itself off and then reverts back. And, And you see April mumbling, Sorry. And then she's like moving back and the guy hey, looks hey, towards the guy looks towards you guys. Hey, hey, hi. Oh, mm, ah, Locker mm, is yours. Yeah, Just I, let me and my granddaughter out of here. Why you happens to be in ah. How how did the voice go? I just want to say Oh no! You got in my way, and I'm—I was gonna sell it to you. it in you. I was gonna sell it. He throws down his arms, and immediately you see kind of like blades, like tendrils come out, and he starts taking off. He starts walking towards you, and suddenly you hear the as a of a bobcat starts yeah. up, and he looks towards the side where it was resting. Barry had just pushed it forward. Had, must have keys, and the thing races off and slams right into him. The thing slams into the car, pins him down, and you see this thing immediately grab the top of the bobcat and starts pulling it away. Crushed! As, but not even blinking. As Morning. soon as it hit, <laughs> as soon as it hit him, uh, like, model bear instincts uh, kick in, I grab Julia, and I'm just trying to run. I'm going to give you guys a roll to perception plus. Uh, I'm going to I'm, first everybody. Plus yeah. Yeah, let's do let's this athletics plus dexterity. If you're running for the entrance. Also, okay. okay. specialty in running. Yeah. <laughs> I have one dice. I yeah. It's like you move. Yeah. It's like I need. Willpower gets you three extra die. Yep. Oh right. Yeah. Three extra die for another willpower. <laughs> yeah. If ever there was a time to spend one. Yep. So one. 
One success. Two, three, three successes for me. Two successes. Anybody get more than a five success? (laughs) No. I just want to say this. Good. (laughs) One of Dave's monkeys, man. They actually both of them. They're twins, but I'm saying the same rule. They book it like freaking Olympic runners, and they they're running for that. The guy's busy, but as soon as he spots them, like trying to get out of the giant uh, storage locker, he holds out a hands and two fingers. Just you think it misses him for a second, then they kind of stop, and then their heads fall off. Oh! So you guys kind of skid to a halt right next to like the the locker control, and you realize that maybe running out this way isn't the best choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the car pulled up, it, did they actually cross where nope. the locker hit the locker control? Yeah, Bring the thing, down. The thing just like crap comes, like, you know, like motor starts, but it goes down really quickly and closes, uh, leaving you guys in darkness. Are there any windows in here, or... Uh, there's... Did you guys have uh, flashlights? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there's no windows in here. It's a, it's a How lot. thin are the walls? Can I put, like, bobcat through it, perhaps? No, these are actually fairly... I mean, you could, walls, but... Yeah. Here's the thing, you could, but it might collapse everything oh, okay. in on itself. Oh, hey. <laughs> I mean, um, you, you... Down here, there are no... There is there is no windows. However, it's not completely dark in this area. Meaning... There might be some. There is light coming from somewhere mm-hmm. here. All right, oh. uh, flashlights. Yep, flashlights on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, where's your daughter? Where, where's Julia? I had like grabbed her arm. Okay, Julia is just kind of like panicked, and she's just kind of looking around, hey, very. Hey, wary. you all right? You all right? You hurt? Uh, 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 she's she's coming though. She's just kind of staring. She's not. She's not. Fainted, but she's. I I, I give her a quick look over. Is she bleeding or anything? No, she's just. She's just stunned. Okay. And uh, you guys, you have the flashlights on. Barry's like, Jesus Christ! Jesus! It's heaven! That's gonna come! That's not gonna work. (laughs) He quickly pulls out his cell phone and he. And tries a number mm. and <laughs> the number you are trying to reach. Oh no! It just—it's not something's not—it's not going through for mm-hmm. some reason. And he curses. God damn it! It throws it. It's like, what the hell was that? What's going on? Ah, and Dave's ah. like, oh jail man. Uh oh, oh, oh my god. Oh, he's he's leaning forward, just kind of trying not to throw up at this point. Um, right. You hear a ripping sound from the front. Like something being tossed, mm-hmm. and then just silence. Okay. Up the stairs. Right. Up, up the stairs. Up the stairs. Are there stairs? Yeah, there's stairs. Okay, okay. we're rushing up the stairs. Yeah, you guys yeah. quickly <laughs> go up the stairs. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you do see that there's a small, very small kind of slit mm-hmm. for you can look down and look. Probably what it's done is for people, it was added so people can look through and make sure no one's like stealing shit from their truck that's in the front mm-hmm. so you get you get a, a, a glimpse of what's happening on in the front it's very thin though it's a very thin uh, sheet mm. who wants to look through I, 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 can't, I can't care Julia I'll do it I will put it on the top end yeah oh. <laughs> you have the top end okay, you, you still, have, put, your, you still put, have your miners yeah. cabinet can I put googly eyes on the top half perhaps <laughs> no okay <laughs> 
Uh, is there, I want to do a quick look around, is there like sweatshirts or blankets or something? I'm worried yeah, about. Yeah, old clothes. Like, I, yeah, just old. Wrapped, it's, it's flat. It, it actually, you found like a, a fa- it, Founder Heights uh, a banner, some kind of Founder's Day banner. All right, I, I wrapped Julia in that just to keep her from going into shock or something. Okay, you, you glance outside and you see the tipped over car. You mm-hmm. see, well, you see the, t- the tipped over Cadillac. Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the bobcat had been like has been thrown into the back of an- into another like locked something like this tossed it mm-hmm. nothing the, no splatter there's no there's it looks like a scruffling ground but the Cadillac's on its side the bobcat's buried into another uh, uh, storage unit and then there's no one else standing there it's gone hmm? I'll doubt that well I can't. Well, okay, not gone, gone, but it's not where we crashed into it. And oh, God, uh, I'm gonna sit down now. Oh boy, oh, this top hat's hot. <laughs> down the corner. You, uh, you guys. So right now, so what do you do? like? Right now, looking outside, it is not anywhere near the entrance. It's not even. You can't even see it, which is worse. So now every shadow in the damn place <laughs> is it. Um, Dave has a. Uh, Pulled out, you know. He's he's. You've seen him use it before, and it's you don't even know where he got it. He sets it down and turns it on. It's a helmet. It's an old miner's helmet. Mm-hmm. Not old. This has the light on it, yeah. and he's just looking around. And uh, up in here, it's definitely just some of the uh, older, you know, just more the, the tiles and uh, some of the wood, the, the elm wood. Uh, the, you see some speakers. You see some uh, another generator. You see a lot of just some of the old stuff. Uh, some of the there's even some kind of creepiness to it because they actually have like it looks like at one time they had been like decorations for like uh, people that you know it's uh, old time 1950s like people waving. Um, they're hollow. It's plastic, but you think it used to be put in a, a light under it, and you would have like a picture of a guy you know mm-hmm. smiling and waving his hands. There's about a dozen of those. So you see a dozen figures in the darkness just waving, holding up a thumb. One, one kid's holding like his dad's hands up like this, mm-hmm. you know, to get like his mom and his dad's hands. Why couldn't you just shoulder your share? Huh? We wouldn't be in this mess if there's some strange oh. black monster coming to kill us. Yeah, yeah, because this is really the sort of thing that, that a person can predict is going to happen. Oh boy. You, a helmet. All this for a helmet. It's a weird helmet. <laughs> weird helmet. I will kill you before that thing. I swear to God. Hello. <laughs> you hear from out and outside. What's your name? Eugene. Carl. Carl. Oh. I uh. Carl, you here? Whoa. <laughs> you see him. You look outside and you see Eugene with his suspenders. He's taking off his jacket because okay. this is time to be like work. Okay. And he's looking. and He's like, whoa. He goes up to the Cadillac and he's like, just you know, kind of looking inside it. And it's empty. Okay. Eugene. He turns around and he's like, oh, oh. Eugene. He reaches slowly towards his belt and pulls out his communicator. <laughs> Captain Kirk. Up here, you jackass. He looks up towards the sky <laughs> and then he looks <laughs> the window and he looks towards you. He kind of squints like, I are you? He's actually still holding the communicator. <laughs> Carl Yenda? Yes, yes, I've been here. Listen, perception just, roll to you, anybody else looking at this window. Like, did, yeah, I'm looking at the too. So yeah. you both can have a perception roll. Mm-hmm. One, two, two successes. 
Uh, one success. You see something moving behind, like, you, you see a shadow fall uh, into your line of view, and something's, like, just walking towards them, and the shadow's getting bigger. Okay. Eugene, run. Just run. You're not my mom. Listen, run. I have... There's a, there's a serial killer. He's That's why we're all trapped he, here. That's why I'm in the car. Run, run, run. He turns around, and uh, just as you see uh, April, uh, Brewer mm-hmm. walks right uh, up behind him with her briefcase. Uh-huh. She, you know, has her briefcase in front, held in by one hand, but it's like she's holding something else uh, behind it. And she's like, Mr. Uh, Eugene, I'm so sorry for this. I really... I'm sorry. She pulls out it's a pistol, and she just blow, like, shoots him right in the head. Oh! Mm. You see, she just freezes. Like she doesn't know. She didn't even like doing that. And then she looks around, shoves the gun into her uh, into her briefcase, closes it up, and then wanders off. What happened? Apparently, an employee wants to get a gold star from her employer. Beyond that, uh, Jean's dead. April killed her with a gun. Which is probably the best way to go in this type of situation. I think I'm gone insane. Right. Um, well, unless we spend spend the rest of our probably short lives in here, we uh, should try to find a way out somehow. So make a perception roll, every one of you. Perception plus, uh, I'd say, just composure. With composure, it's composure for perception. Yeah. yeah. This one, three successes. Okay, you notice mm-hmm. as you're, you know, you're arguing. You look, you just happen to glance back at the figures. You see, like, you know, most of them are waving, mm-hmm. and then you see the child. You realize that the child, the one with the child holding up her two parents. Mm-hmm. No, she's holding up one. She's holding up the hands of one parent, mm-hmm. and the other one that she was holding is gone. The figure that whoever she was like, she was holding the hand of mm-hmm. is completely gone. I think someone's in here. One of the figures moved. Or moved out of the way. I'm holding on to Julia. Shit. Alright. I have an idea. It's in here with us. So we can probably run our our asses out of here. Really fast. That's a really stupid idea. <laughs> you sit, you hear from about, uh, on top of you, and you, I, you look I, up. I look up, and uh, Dave is the first one to raise his head, and the beam just crosses. It's a black patch of goo clinging to the top of the wall, but there's a human face just kind of tentacle down and just staring down at you guys, and it flashes a smile, and dribbling from his mouth is just black goo, shark. Sh- Shark teeth, big grin, smiling ear to ear is a description I used in the past. It's smiling ear to ear, quite literally, right now. I and completely agree. That was a horrendous plan. How about Plan B? You give it. You you know, take it. Take everything. We're just gonna forget this ever happened. Yes. It's um, at first you definitely you you see it's basically it's tendrils mm-hmm. wrap around your neck. Mm-hmm. But then it stops completely. Yes. And its head, it doesn't leave where it's at, but its head, it lowers down, kind of moves, it kind of actually snakes between you and Dave, uh-huh. and gets up right in your face, and then it lowers down. 
and it like just stares at Julia's. No, 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 no. Put my arm in front of her, like trying to push her behind me. You know, someone tried to stop me from getting a sacrifice once. Didn't turn out so good for Francis. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who Francis is. I don't know what you are. What sacrifice you're talking about? But you leave my granddaughter alone. Seven levels of bashing. Uh, something slams right. Like it, it doesn't cut into you. It's bashing damage. As something just swats you like a big inky tentacle slams right into you. <laughs> And you sail and crash into the side of a wall. It's on my health. Okay, you're unconscious. <laughs> okay. Well, no, technically seven levels of debashing just means you took seven levels of bashing. You still have seven levels. Any extra bashing you take automatically becomes lethal. Oh, right, right, so you're not dead. But you're that unconscious. Hurts. <laughs> like, I'm bashed. And stamina. Yeah. You get to actually roll your stamina to soak some of that. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> nope. You slam into the side of the wall, and you both, and Dave, <laughs> and Barry, are just kind of pressed up against the wall. Unless you're feeling brave. Ba- Barry and Dave, I can tell you, is just pressed up against the wall. 70-year-old grandmother's braver than all of y'all. <laughs> yeah, and yep. the thing just drops down and reforms immediately. And it tilts its head. It leans forward to the Julia, who's just staring there. And then he reaches behind and it grabs her backpack, turns it around, and pulls out a jar, the jar. And he, like, slowly strokes it, presses against his uh, cheek, and starts, like, you know, just nuzzling it. And then he looks towards Julie. Julia. And uh, he opens it up, you know, pulls out the goo. And she's just staring there, just horrified. He grabs her by, like, the, the, like the jaw, making her, like, her mouth open up. And then he just, you know, the goo kind of reformates from the, like, out of the jar and over his fingers. And he aims it, and it just goes into her mouth. Oh. And she convulses and just crumbles down to the ground. And the guy, you know, he looks towards you, looks towards Julia, and then he makes a flare like he's holding, like, you know, he's grabbing his, like, hands in excitement, and he's like, I've always wanted a little one. And he, gr- and he grabs her, and he looks towards you both, you, you, th- you four. What should I do with you? We... He looks up and suddenly you hear, you know, the sound of, you know, sirens. And he, he peels back. You actually see his, like, a, like a flutter, like, mm-hmm. as, like, you know, his jawline gets, like, annoyed. And it's kind of like a rattlesnake. It just vibrates his entire cheeks. Mm-hmm. And instantly he is, like, he bounces off the wall, slithers down the side of the warehouse, and out the, and, and you hear, the, like, the door being ripped off its hinges and as it's gone now. With Julia. And suddenly you see uh, an, a, a, a police car just right in front uh, of the door. I'm standing in shock. I don't want you guys to do it. <laughs> I'm unconscious. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Listen, I look bad. Oh, what happens is this. Oh, well, fuck it. You know, a cop yeah. gets out and he's like, he sees the dead Eugene. <laughs> uh-huh. He sees uh, uh, he, he he walks over to Eugene. He's checking uh, his his pulse, 
As I, I mean, as this is all going on. I, mean, I go up to like, do I see this from you know from the the top one? Yeah, from like the little window. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, officer, officer, be careful. She might still be out there. Immediately, he pulls out a gun and he aims it towards the window. Whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, not me. There's there's a woman out there. She shot him. She's killed almost everyone else. We hid in here. Okay, you, he grabs like you know his. Uh, he's like, okay, officer down, officer down. Uh, we need to go, uh, you know, he's like, we need a backup right now. Right now, immediately, immediately, get your ass here. And he has his gun, he's like spinning around, but occasionally points it up. He's like, okay, everyone keep your hands up where I can see them immediately. Come out right now, come out. All right, we're coming down. We've got someone wounded. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, help me carry a woman down. What? Help me what? carry her down. Uh, yeah, we grab Grandma. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dave doesn't even bother. He, yeah. goes, he runs out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he looks at, you know, as soon as you guys are start making your... Uh, uh, you okay, Dave? <laughs> yeah. As soon as you guys start uh, going down, you know, the railing, you all, like, touch some goo on the railing. It just, you know... Ew. And you look down, and your hand's just smeared in this filth. Oh, right. But you do go down. Go down. Yeah, well, he's he's demanding that you keep your hands up. We're working on that. We got one hand up. Okay, put yeah. her down. Put her down. All right, and keep all right. your hands up. All right. Okay. All right. Put your first hand in. I'm sure it's yeah. been a hell of a day. No, uh, and as uh, soon as you hear multiple sounds of people coming up behind mm-hmm. you, and there's multiple cops, mm-hmm. uh, definitely an ambulance is being called, and uh, you know. You know, the guy comes over and he like kneels down in front of uh, Eugene and just shakes his head. You know, once they finally get everybody like you know cuffed, yeah. And uh, you you over here, you know, it's like you were a good deputy. And he mumbles, and uh, you know, the guy picks up his little communicator, the little Star Trek communicator. He walks up to you guys, and he says, "You have no idea how what what happened. We 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 heard a woman's voice." Yeah. He's holding up like the, it looks yeah. like a comm unit from like Star Trek, from, like from the, the original series. Heard of that? He's a Star Trek geek. We used to he used to use this on patrols all the time. It, it was you know he points towards his little inner his little his radio. His radio. It's actually he's actually he's a tech, one of our tech guy one of our tech dudes. Oh, anyway, this is. Woman, April Dwyer. Dwyer. Yeah, something like that. We were here. We're Bless buying a auction you. now. We're buying auction stuff. Is, is Barry, Barry still? Barry's, Barry's dead. still Barry's just very much. No, actually, Barry's, Barry's like Barry's dead. Barry's arrived. Sorry, yeah. yeah. No, Barry's. You know, you know. They, they start arresting him, and you think Barry at one. He's like, "Oh, I'm having the big one. <laughs> it's going down." And you kind of roll your eyes, but no, he actually does have a heart attack <laughs> yeah. right there. And you know, once again, they rush the ambulance. Uh, they rush you. I was going to say, yeah. did anyone rush the unconscious <laughs> yeah, no, seventy-year-old? She's tough. Yeah. It's okay. You two are being rushed uh, yeah. to the uh, to, to the hospital as well. Um, yeah, so I'm, I basically, you know, give them the the sanitized version. It's like we came here. We were doing purchasing some some storage units from Barry. Stamina and, check both of you. Yeah. Just uh, straight up stamina. Yeah. Right. Four success. Uh, two successes. Okay. You know, you, you suddenly see uh, Dave. He starts coughing, and you both don't feel too well either. But you're not immediately. Dave kind of suddenly pukes up uh, this black liquid, and he falls straight down. 
And of course, the cops like you know freaking out and you know pretty much calling for another doctor. And you both aren't pu- puking, but you're not feeling good. Yeah, well, this ain't good. Uh, I might want to get another ambulance to three because, oh, yeah. And like I look down at my arm with the goons, like yeah, I look at it like. Here's the problem oh, with the glue. It's not like it's. It looks like it's almost. It's it, it's gone into your system because it's yeah. behind the skin now. It's black. Oh god. Well, shit. Hey, where? I've seen the blob. This stuff does not end well. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Another ambulance is being yeah. called um, as you guys are being like shipped off away to like the hospital. 